Every girl out here slutty. Something crazy. <laughs> Even the little ones. Yeah. Like it was cheeks everywhere, bro. Mm. Oh, that's what slugging me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't. You were trying to. I gotta look at the translator. Out. I was like, okay. yeah, like mm. it means I, I thought ass. they were shooting. Nah, <laughs> shooting slugs. It means fat ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Cheeks and like <laughs> And if you ain't fucking with this podcast, then you're just a bitch ass trick. Welcome back to another episode of Saving for the Pod, episode number 47. I made sure that I came with an athlete this time, John Lynch, off the dome. Y'all got True. another 47. Famous 47. I was about to say Troy Palmalu, but I would have been wrong. Yeah, yeah he's, he's 43. 43. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 47. Oh, yeah, you were, you were Ravens 47. Fan. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? <laughs> Will Demps. Will Demps was 47? Mm-hmm. For, the, uh, that, yeah. for the uh, uh, New York Giants. Okay. Yeah, and then he turned into a pretty boy when he got into that video <laughs> with Monica. <laughs> I don't yeah. know no famous 47s. Well, I said John Lynch. So yeah, that'd be that. it. And I should know that because I play safety, Dang, but 47. Yeah, I'm trash. All right, but if you listen to the pod and you're not watching, you probably hear a smooth voice right now, an unfamiliar voice. We got a boy, Theo, in the building, huh? This man said a smooth voice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I if they watch the on... video, you might be the most attractive on the pod right now. Yeah. No homo, though. Yeah. No, no, definitely not. Um, <laughs> it's okay to be humble. You ain't no, be I mean, but, you know, like, y'all are all in better positions than me, so clearly. I mean... You oh you talking about like relationship wise? Is yeah, that what you talking about? I, I mean, don't know. Do you want to be single or yeah, do you want to be in love? It's preferential. Oh oh no no no. You know I'm I'm open. Okay. You out here you slanging. Know, you know a lot of bad habits I had to stop. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I'm, I'm open like a Seven Eleven. Zach, you got a okay. clip. You got to clip this and he can run it. Well as now y'all know man's is open. Yeah, yeah, exactly. know what to do with them DMs. Exactly. Oh stop I, playing oh, with that. That's, that's very funny. Holla <laughs> at my boy Theo, um, especially if you in the Texas area, holla at my boy Theo. He in town for homecoming weekend, so we glad to have you. We haven't, I haven't seen you in a minute, but I think, yeah. y'all, it's been it's even been longer. Yeah, it's been even longer. So, Theo, we go back uh, to FAU days. Um, one of the better hoopers I've ever seen in my life. Uh before I even get into the basketball stuff, is there anything you want to talk about yourself or anything y'all got about Theo before I start talking about hoop stories? Oh, dog, we got we got a lot of hoop stories. Get into them. All right, so. Or any, what, anything the, that you want to introduce or say um, about yourself? All Tell right, folks so, a little bit about yourself. Okay, right? okay, yeah. bet, bet, bet. So, um, I'm born in, in Orlando, in Orlando, Florida. Um, how I met Zach was 2010 in, in the wreck. Yeah, you remember the year? Yeah. Because I remember the year because I didn't meet AJ until yeah, I came you left. back for spring break. Yeah. Right. And I met you the next spring break. Yeah. You know, because I saw friend. you the first one I came back, yeah. but I met you the second one. And then when I came back, like, you know, I met and then you left first. Got by, you. By right. that time, yeah. FAU had finally accepted me into their circle. <laughs> this is hilarious. For they didn't accept me into their circle I for a long time. I you knew AJ before you knew me. I didn't know we knew each other before that. No. So yeah, because I, was, I wasn't even in high school yet. It was, you were a freshman, right? And I'm one year younger than uh, you. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Right. Theo, I'm talking and to. You're oh my bad. I thought you was looking at him. No, no, I'm one year There's after. A reflection you. on your glasses. <laughs> my bad. But um, but then uh, so now or well, I played you know played pro ball overseas, transferred from uh, FAU, went to Daytona State, went to Our Lady of the Lake University. Uh, crazy story. Coach tried to get me expelled because he because um, I hurt my knee and he wanted the scholarship. Mm. 
Oh, and geez. he said I was caught on camera stealing food from the cafeteria. Was he stealing food on camera? Nah. I mean, <laughs> but the thing was, like, the next day I went to the uh, campus police and proved that he was lying. Yeah. And, like, he got fired, not because of that, because of something else. And the team ostracized me. Jeez. What? Stop feeding me after home games, all this stuff, bro. That's, That's crazy. Jeez. What? And, um, this is Our Lady of the Saints Way or something? Our, our, our Lady of Lake <laughs> University in San Antonio. Oh, jeez. Um, but and then after that, like, you know, I, I grew up and stuff. That's where I found I, I had a connection, uh, uh, a passion or a gift to connect with people, mm. especially kids. Yeah, and so then I came back to FAU, and then that's when, you know, I finished, graduated, crossed, and then after that went overseas, and that was, that was something. That was something. Um, so I mean, yeah, it all worked out then. I mean, kind of in a way. I, I'm, I'm gonna put it. I'm, I'm not gonna get into that because I I, I want to keep it light. Yeah. But um, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing now. Yeah. yeah. And God was like. I'm gonna give you your passion, but only in a way that you're gonna fulfill your purpose. That's right. What's up. Yeah. So, I, I got to a point where I was, I'm, I was Euro League good. I was, I thought I was league good. You know, definitely within the last three years, mm -hmm. and I knew it. I didn't like. I'm at the point I, I didn't feel the need to prove it anymore. Right. You know, because I, because I played against the Euro League guys. I played against the NBA guys, and they like, yo, you not playing nowhere. And it's like, nah. And then mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. So I mean, you got your your validation through through I mean, others also. Yeah, still? bro, I, I got my validation through how much I dedicated myself to the process. Mm -hmm. and, and um, and and I'll put my work my work ethic up against anybody in the world because because shoot, I don't I don't trained against people in the world mm -hmm. and they can't make it through it. You Damn. know, so so now I'm um this logo on my shirt is called uh is TP six the Pivot Six, which is my nonprofit organization where we teach people how to pivot in life. Pivots are shifts in life that cause you to go after a desire differently. A lot of people teach process, but not how to handle the changes within a process. Mm -hmm. That's what we specialize in. So the mental, and, uh, the... Right. And so, like, mentorship, public speaking. My first event... And my bad if I'm talking too long. No, you no, don't. You, you, um, my you, first you event... <laughs> my first event, um, I was connected through a frat brother, and I gave a, a presentation on the topic of burnout to Delaware State University student-athletes. So there's, like, 48... 53 kids on and coaches on there and they asking me questions like how to avoid it and, and how to you know what did I do uh, in my pro career and in college to bounce back from burnout mm -hmm. and how should practices look and, and what you should do with your body and it was overwhelming because I didn't expect people to ask me questions mm -hmm. you know so so developing TP6 um, with small groups at my school I just spoke to a basketball team uh, a couple weeks ago and talk to some of the players personally now like it's so now when you step into your purpose everything just starts to happen mm -hmm. when you apply yourself and um in a couple of weeks i'll be a certified youth life coach so i can start my private practice and um and really like be able to be up. global yeah. with it you feel me so mm -hmm. that's that's me yeah you got me motivated right now bro i'm just thinking of all the people listening to the podcast and i'm like sitting right here ready to run through a brick wall right oh <laughs> <laughs> um, no, even it, so, even the people you're gonna be you're gonna be working with and affecting, like I'm yeah. I'm excited for them hearing you talk about yeah. how passionate you're about it too. Man, I I, I appreciate that, and you, and you know I hope so, um, because it's it's definitely something to where, you know, you hear that cliche if 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 what your dreams don't scare you, you know, then you're not like it's something, you're not dreaming yeah, big enough. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, where it's it's like it's really something to where it's, I I know I'm I should be doing it and I'm applying myself to make it happen, but then it's also like. 
bro, this is actually really happening. Yeah. It's that feeling. Yeah. Right. And um, and sometimes we're all human, and sometimes it's you get ahead of yourself. But the only time when you have anxiety, when you think about a goal, is when you think about the end goal before the, the incremental like steps you need to take. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's, just, and it's just being disciplined with your perspective. Gotcha. And, um, yeah. So that's, okay. that's where I'm at. So that's you work on that. Um, instead of looking at the goal, you looking at the day to day task, like just accomplishing feats daily. To kind of, and then, so. So each 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 one of us have accomplished something. Like we all graduated college, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But every day you walked in class, you weren't thinking about graduating college. Nah. Yeah. You're right. thinking about yo, what is this professor going to teach, and did I yeah. do the homework? Exactly. You know? And and oftentimes, we don't take what we naturally do day to day and apply that to goal setting, because a lot of you know we're we're told don't sleep. Um, we're told uh, we don't have a plan bullshit. B. Yeah, you know, bullshit. like if you're thinking about something else and and then it's like, yo, every every one thing doesn't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. And and what what causes a lot of people to compare themselves and get into states of depression is because they're looking at what they don't have. Yeah. Not what they what they can, can do. look forward to developing yeah. to be able to handle mm. what that desire is. Mm. So when you so when you set it, so when you set something in motion. It's like you have to trust your work ethic to make it happen. You don't got to remind yourself what you want to do. You know, yeah, like I, yeah. I know every day what I need to do. Mm-hmm. If I have to remind myself, is it something that I really want to do? When need and want, you know, connect, that's when, you know, we're dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Because now, like literally, you'll you'll wake up a little bit before the alarm clock and you're thinking, hey, please don't let it be the time. Please don't let it be the time. <laughs> but it, but you know, like your body would naturally wake up when you're in line with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did yeah. that the exactly. other day. You know, and, 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 and that's where, and that's where I am, not, not in the sense of look at me, but in the sense of I did a lot of hard self-assessment mm-hmm. in order to get to the point to where, um, hello, hello, in order to get to the point to where I was in tune with that. Yeah. Because with basketball, I knew, like, it was something I wanted to do. Yeah. Did I need to do, you know, need to hoop and give as much time? No. Mm-hmm. And and stepping away from the game, I saw that my my whole philosophy behind why I wanted to play pro ball and get to the NBA level wasn't necessarily to, to play NBA ball. It was to make some other kid feel as inspired as I did watching Iverson, T-Mac, mm-hmm. Vince Carter, got you, got you. Kobe. Mm-hmm. And now I'm able to do that. Yeah by sharing my experiences right and i'm glad you got to that last point and gabe has either talked about this on a podcast or tweeted about it about having your goals in and what fulfills you um and not what everybody else does and i was going to ask you if you had any interest in coaching basketball not to kind of shit on what you're currently doing because it sounds like you're extremely passionate about that but i also know you're Mm -hmm. passionate about basketball and again listening to you right now it has me motivated so it sounds like that you kind of already answered my question before I even got to answer that. You don't. You wouldn't want to coach basketball. Um, coaching, not right. Maybe when I have kids. Okay. Um, but definitely, I, I plan on using TP six. I've done it already, mm-hmm. where I incorporate um, strat- uh, mental mental toughness strategies within workouts, and it's like a, a uh, an active mentorship session. Mm-hmm. Whether we're training and we and we sit down and and break down why you didn't go so hard on this drill, like what was your thought process? Not that you're wrong, 
or what were you thinking so that we don't repeat that you know that mental that mental space to create that habit yeah and bro workouts and everything like it's all about using what you love to do and finding the message in it because there's a message in it in, in everything mm-hmm. it's just when we overthink when we overthink it it's like what can i do to change it and it's like nah you ain't got to do nothing you just got to sit back and and take it in because you're gonna learn it eventually yeah you know and that's what i try to teach through the workouts like you're not gonna hit a home run like you're not gonna be an nba player one workout yeah you know it's like can we increase your three-point percentage one percent in, in a week mm. we can have yeah, yeah. can yeah, we yeah. make sure that you don't dip the ball below your belly button when you shoot mm-hmm. for a week straight can we make sure that that you're properly popping your hips when you're jumping you know like just yeah, little yeah, stuff yeah. and then when you t- especially when you tell kids that they start to understand okay being the difference between them and a, and a mikey williams isn't necessarily skill it's mindset mm-hmm. like like Iman Bates, Imani Bates, his footwork. What? Yeah. yeah. And takes, kids are like, you, work on that. you know, kids are like, I got to, I got to learn to step back. I got, you don't even know how to set your feet up. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. To properly get the space. So it's just breaking things like that down to, 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 to kids and, um, or, or even shoot adults, you know, through different methods. Exactly. And, and that's what it, but coaching, training. Yes. Coaching. I, you got you high key got to be a snake to be successful <laughs> I, I i can see that yeah, yeah i can see that especially being a referee and like dealing with coaches all the time mm-hmm. i can understand that 100 percent. right um but that kind of leads into my next thing about you being the hooper that you are how we met at fau so this is going to be zach's side of things and okay. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not i'm not shitting uh, let me reset the cameras real quick y'all can keep talking but let me reset <laughs> how are we going to keep talking when it's zach it's your things? story what the hell? No, i'm <laughs> really i'm really curious to see how how this, uh, how this so this up. is the the time that you visited zach and cincy that's what no we're no, 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 this, no this is no. this oh, is even like initial this is even before oh, that before right. you okay. so um, and you remember what he's going to talk about or what he's saying? I, I, I want to I see if you remember the same thing. <laughs> nah, so Theo, when he got to FAU, or I remember like the first few times hooping against him, I thought, I mean, anybody that's a hooper thinks they're that nigga. And I remember going head to head with Theo, like back and forth. And it's, a lot of people think I'm like Zach mid-range mamba that's what they call me at fa like i might have been like in some people's eye average above average but not like one of the the top hoopers that like you like gabe like the uh or uh rashad and all them Mm -hmm. but i remember this one specific day like going ahead and i'm like yo this nigga i could tell that he thinks he's nice and everyone thinks he's nice but i'm right there with him i'm scoring when he's scoring I'm not stopping him. He not stopping me. It was an offensive battle. And, like, ever since then, I'm like, yo, Theo, not that live. Like, I remember as, <laughs> as the years went off, I'm, I'm like, Theo, he, he good, but he not that live. And so fast forward to Cincinnati. When you came in, uh, you didn't visit me specifically in Cincinnati, but we met up when we were in Cincinnati. And so I, I would usually play on, uh, now I forget, Saturday or Sundays um, with one of my coworkers and all his buddies, all mm-hmm. white dudes, old white dudes, like in their 40s. And they all thought I was that nigga. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to bring Theo. We both going to be live. But it just so happened that we were on opposite teams. They oh, made me no. guard Theo. 
yo. Oh, no. I, I legit, <laughs> since that day, I, I feel like I haven't been the same. Theo, <laughs> one, Theo definitely had gotten better since FAU days, and it was probably all this training that you're talking about, uh, continuing to make yourself better. Like, for me, hooping at that time is just like, all right, I'll do it recreationally, but right. I know you were still, you were tr- you were playing college basketball, you were trying to play professionally. No, so, I, at that time, I had, I, I've been, I, I was in... Two countries. Yeah, so you yeah, had played overseas. Right, yeah, right. you had played overseas. You had played college. So obviously, you had that next level training, which mm-hmm. I didn't have because one, I didn't play varsity. I played up until JV, didn't make it my senior year of varsity. Um, and so FAU, that was all the continued basketball that I had. And I was like, yo, this nigga Theo is three times as good as what he was at FAU. This is not <laughs> what I expected. And it wasn't even just that you was good, bro. It was how fucking quick you are. Like, I felt like I was guarding goddamn Allen Iverson. You just brought him up. There, There's only two people in my lifetime that I ever remember having extreme difficulty guarding, like, within kind of my size bracket, not someone that's going to be seven foot, but you and Ray Taylor. I was going to say, yeah. boy, Ray, listen, if Ray is six <laughs> feet tall, he is one and done. Yeah. And one of the greatest yeah, point guards I ever played, bro. I've guarded Ray once in my entire life. Anytime he was on the court, just so happy, because, I mean, he played at FAU, so he didn't play yeah. pickup often. But when he did, I'm like, I'm not guarding this nigga. And after I played you in Cincinnati, I'm like, one, I'm, if Theo ever comes back to Cincinnati, I'm not bringing him to hoop because he just embarrassed <laughs> me. And two, um, I need to really reevaluate if I if basketball is even for me anymore. I just stick to refing because that day was an embarrassment. So what did he put up on you? Nigga, Bro, I don't you? remember, but no, I, I, could not, I could not stick with Theo to save my life. Like, it also made me realize when I'm was not, this? this was maybe three years ago. 2000. So this was in Cincinnati? Yeah, yeah. Oh, this, okay. this last part, yeah, it was in Cincinnati. Yeah, 2018. Yeah, so it, it made me realize, like, I've always been someone that continues to work out, stays in shape. Like, y'all know I'm a runner, but my quickness is not what it used to be. Mm-hmm. And Theo made me realize that. So I appreciate you, Theo, humbling me. Because I was so, I, I, freshman or whatever year it was when you first started, I was cocky. I was like, Theo, not that lie. And then you got your redemption story. So look, so look. So let me tell you my initial. Mm-hmm. All right. So <laughs> when I first met Zach, right, we were hooping. And every time we hooped, dog, it was like, bro, why can I not stop this nigga? <laughs> every time, dog. And it was like, bro, he would hit me with the, like, because my mid-range game was also like potent at yeah. the time. Yes. Like I didn't really have a three ball then. And it was like we would just go back and forth mid range and I'd be like, bro, I fucking hate this nigga though. <laughs> and it wasn't until and it wasn't until I came back like for the spring breaks and we would be hooping. And it was like we would hoop together. And it was like, oh okay, yeah, this nigga know how to play. You yeah. know, yeah. and so when we went to Cincinnati, um like I hit him up and then we worked out first yeah. at University of Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah. And I love hooping in new environments because, mm-hmm. like, don't nobody know me. Yeah, you just shit on niggas. And and this is how you know if they respect you by how you look. Mm-hmm. If when you first get the ball as a point guard and they pass it to you, run the offense. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so I said, "Oh shit, bet." Yeah, right. Oh, it's 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 my time now. <laughs> and so and so what happened was, dog, the court was sticky. Yeah, I think they had springs in the court, so mm-hmm. like I'm easily dunking, and I'm like, and I got adrenaline because it's a new a yeah. new gym. Yeah. Was, the first game we started in the back, and then got on the main court. Oh, because there's there's two. There, it's a yeah, two court. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like those. And bro, I was, I was just having so much fun, bro. Because 
I just love hooping out of, out of like whatever city I'm in. Yeah, just, just like, like checking it out. Cause, see what it's cause like. I want to be that guy where it's like, you remember this kid? Yeah, like, and I, that's exactly I always want to be that guy. <laughs> that group of older guys, they looked at you like you was a god, honestly. Because they looked at me in a certain light. And mind you, when I played there, I feel like I never really had like a great, great day there. I'd have some like okay days and a lot of shitty days. But they still looked at me and put me on a pedestal. Right. So you coming in there, hooping your mind out day one, barbecue chicken meat, <laughs> you was you was a legend. So he's so all right. So look, Theo's, Theo's jersey might be in the, in the, ra- in the high school. <laughs> his, jer- <laughs> his jersey might be in the rafters at that high school right now. I'm gonna hit up my boy Scotty and be like, "Yo, y'all so got look, Theo's picture." I don't think me going against him was that bad. There was this dude who was like, he was kind of muscular and quick. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I wanted to go at him. And like, whoever he was, all right, it was a bad day for him. Yeah. Like, for sure. Him. You know, but um, but I didn't, I, I didn't think it was that bad. Like how, no, you know, I was, I was moving though. I was, moving. <laughs> I was definitely moving because there was a new court, you know, everything. But yeah, bro. I and mean, then we just chopped it up like. Really, like, really chopped it up. But yeah, that new court, that. that new court of John is real. When right. Zach was up there, you would always tell us, bro, these niggas is buns. Like, y'all yeah. got y'all boys got to come up here. And, so and who? That that was like essentially that was since you wreck, not this specific yeah. location. But yeah, we've said it on this podcast before, Theo. You might be able to vouch for this, mm-hmm. but FAU has the best. Hoopers at a rec center you'll ever see. That's not true, bro. I was, I was just thinking this. I was just thinking this. True. FAU. Now that I played overseas, FAU had pros on the court. Yeah. Y'all had hoopers. B. He was a pro. Who? Brandon. Brandon. Oh yeah, yeah. Brandon was a pro. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care what nobody say. Uh, the fact that he never got a, a real chance in college that mm-hmm. that was wild to me. Um, Rashad was a pro, at, in his heyday. Um, of course, Grubs. Yes. Um, Cliff, if he would have took it serious. Yeah. Um, Milkman. Like, bro, there were so many people, and then and then you got on the team. You know, yeah. Bryce. Yes. Yeah. Like Mr. Iso Ball. Like what? Yeah. Like, bro, we had pros, dog. It's just we never wanted to play on the same team. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, that's a short list, but of that's a much the, longer list. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, and then like, bro, is. Like I wish we could have all got got it together and been like, "Yo, we finna go to the to the national tournament in North mm-hmm. Carolina and just like destroyed everybody." But we yeah. just had pride, bro. It's like, nah, man, we finna join y'all. We finna join. Yeah, like, that's how. Hey, it was. man, I told you, FAU had hoopers, but I'm standing on it. I will put the hoopers at SIU when I was there in like 2013, 2014. They was cold. And they went to what Southern Illinois? Yeah. They, oh yeah, that's a basketball culture. They right? went to yeah. They yeah. went to um national turn the the national tournament. The only thing that FAU had more better than um SIU Hoopers was y'all was dumb athletic. Yeah. Niggas in Florida stupid athletic, yeah. but they dumb. <laughs> With all due respect. <laughs> With all due respect, like you had a lot. Of, no, like, I I know what you, you mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of, like Bryce, for yeah. instance. Iso ball, he don't make the smart play. Yeah. Whereas in Illinois, they hoopers and they hoop like they run Indiana systems. If that yeah. makes sense. Uh, a, so a they ain't got to be athletes. They just gonna yeah. beat you because they smart as hell. Yeah. And they make shots. I tell you what, that ain't the same for New York basketball no more. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I played with some New Yorkers the other day. I was like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. It was oh, younger kids. I'm not nah, adults, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, bro. But y'all not. I would say y'all had way. Florida had way more athletes. After you had hoopers like. 
And it was weird because coming to the rec, trying to get on the courts, like I didn't know how to get on the court. Because like in <laughs> Illinois, I can get on the courts because I played hard. And I, played, yeah. I mean, I played defense, I played hard. I didn't really have to make a lot of shots, whereas FAU, you got to make shots. Yeah, you got to bring shots. And <laughs> you got to play defense. Yeah, you not even go get on. Especially like, just like defense. in pickup. Yeah, but it was just like I couldn't make shots to save my life. So niggas would not pick me for the save my life. We used to get in it so Well, pickup was bro. better than, than, uh, than, what do you call it? What, the intramurals, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I used to get kicked out of intramurals every season, dog. Every <laughs> season. Why oh, do y'all was hotheads? Oh my god. People, did, used to, people used to come watch. Yeah, it did. Come feel stand good, around bro. the court people and watch. Watch play pickup. Hey, bro, what time you playing tonight? Yeah. Hey, what? What you? Wait, in in the bar? No, what's your intramural game? <laughs> Seven. Bro, come watch. Oh, okay. That's the thing. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And see, I always sound like an old head because I went to Toledo for grad school. I told them about the culture at FAU. I went to Cincinnati as my first professional job, told them. And, of course, I'm like, oh, back in my day. Like, that's, what, that's what I sound like. But it's it's the truth. Like, these hoopers are way better. Nah, right. easily. It's not even close now. Like, even last year when I was at working at FAU and I would go to the courts, bro. It's not It's, it's not, not close. The same. It's not Ooh, close. It was it's me. not close. Yeah. Like, I looked good out there. And I'm like, oh, if I look good out there, it's not that great. Because I can't dribble. Yeah. yeah. I can't dribble to save my life. My layup package is like a 20. I can shoot decently, when I, especially when I'm like in shape and in rhythm. Like, if I'm yeah. on, I'm on. Yeah. That's about it. That boy said but that I got so package. excited my freshman year. Like, first day coming to the record, I was like, oh, it's like this? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Like, people yeah. know how to play for real? Like, Yeah. But, Phil, you definitely just sounded self-aware. And that was one of the topics that Theo wanted to talk about. Is self-awareness. So what exactly did you want to talk about as far as self-awareness goes? Um, just um the importance, the importance of, of being honest with yourself. Um and not necessarily like a lot of, a lot of a lot of people think that self-awareness is thinking about things that you don't have. Yeah. Mm. You know, and that's and that's really not it. Like it's it's really you being honest with it with a self-checking. Um during during quarantine, like I went through a three day water fast. Shout out and to the, see now you fought with the vibes. I'm glad you said that. Oh no, we, for we, sure. We always give Phil a hard time. I do it every year. Okay, but okay. Yeah. we give you a hard time for your first time, and you try to do like a ten day water fast. I did, and oh, you were days. he was going I to made work it five days. He was it wasn't like during yet. pandemic where he's chilling inside. Yeah, now I work six was, hours a week. I almost was working. <laughs> I almost died. You well, not died, but I. You gotta I do that on Christmas break. Right, right, right. I'm glad you said you do that though because I do preach. Um, since I've been vegan, um, I do a water fast three days, usually around a six yeah. month mark. Um, and I just think it's good for people. It teaches you discipline. You learn your hunger pains, and you just learn like just to fight through actual like goddamn this sucks. Yeah, like you, like you're forced to. Yeah, and um, and shoot, you really think you really realize how much time you spend thinking and and functioning around food too. facts mm -hmm. facts because dog it, it was a lot of extra time and i'm like dang i'll be eating snacks like this these days need to hurry up. why do it feel so right. fast but so long right now what's your hardest day on the fast oh uh second day for sure Yo, second the first is mine uh the first day the first day i got the adrenaline you know it's like oh we locked in kobe system you know second day it's like yeah i want a snickers <laughs> yeah and I, I feel like that makes sense I, I have never done that but i feel like first day okay this is easy and second day is probably yeah. i'm so, doing like two so, day fast like not on purpose i just, just don't like oh you looked up like you forgot to eat. yeah nah, see for me the first true. day i go through it like i'm like because all i want to think about is food 
So that first day for me is like, because I know I'm about to, like, before I go. You're psyching yourself out. Yeah, before already. I do it, I'm like, all right, I'm about to do it. I'm going to And I'm looking up to when I start. Right. And as soon as I start, I'm like two hours in, I'm like, damn, it'd be nice to eat something right now. So yeah. Theo, you do it on like a, a weekend or like during? Oh the no! Week? So I I did it I did it during my work week uh, in quarantine. So I was teaching from home. Okay, smart. And, um, and so with that, uh, I was forced, or not not really forced to, but I was looking at you know videos and stuff like that. Yeah. I was real big into um, uh, Abraham Hicks at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's that? I don't know. So Abraham is. Hicks is is a um, she's real big on creating like energy and like your vortex and the energy you attract and what you put out, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. And I was, I came across a video about paradigm shifts. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was transit, I came back from Finland and I was transitioning out of my college habits when it came to women. Mm-hmm. Good and question. Like, Finland got some bad blondies out there, huh? I'm going to put it to you like this. It's, it gets dark at like three something. Oh, at, no. at PM, so women are just in their house. That sucks. It is definitely different <laughs> when you are in the Scandinavian country <laughs> and there ain't a lot of men around. Oh, it's all women. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's all women, but there's definitely a lot of women in need. So I've always thought like the Scandinavian countries had like bad like oh no 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 they're all right so so they're they're gorgeous yeah like the women are gorgeous you know but definitely in in Sweden yeah oh my my god I couldn't but (laughs) (laughs) but um but so I I looked at I saw a video on paradigm shifts and uh, I was transitioning out of my old mindset when it came to women you know being afraid of commitment and I was like yo why am I afraid of commitment. No, uh, I, I was traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Theo, so, Theo, real question says, is there anything off limits? <laughs> no, hey, that is hilarious. But no, but no, nah, I used to be that, you know, uh, in that sense. But uh, but now it's like um, I saw that my parents' divorce had a bigger effect on me than I thought. Okay. Mm. And so when I when I was able to have that uncomfortable realization and it's like, yo, it's, it's time to stop blaming them and like actually make yourself open to this space yeah because i thought it was like me being disciplined nah bro i was not committing out of fear bit. Mm-hmm. yeah i, I had feel, to be I honest with that. that bro yeah, yeah and yeah. so with that self really with that self-awareness now i didn't did something that's extremely comfortable for me to do so everything else okay why am i holding off on certain projects being honest with yourself because when you're when you when you have that self-awareness you're able to step outside of any situation and look at it for what it is not the effects that it has on you and and like your control of it and so when i'm looking at procrastination i'm not looking at how comfortable procrastination is for me i'm looking at it from procrastination and how that helps my goal does it help no Mm -hmm. i gotta eliminate it yeah Mm. you know point blank period and not think about ah but if i eliminate it then this self like if you're really honest with being in a space of being self-aware you know what your habits are and you understand okay i might not eliminate this habit today but let's start a process to eliminate it mm-hmm. right and um and i think a lot of the reason why i said it was because through tp6 it's definitely something that i push um because you have to be self-aware in order to take full accountability for anything because everything is on you 
and yeah. you finally realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all niggas nah, hiring? Because huh? <laughs> I feel like I'm self-aware. And I like that you preach that because I feel like once a person is self-aware, um, you can be that nigga in your own space. Right, right. Like, And I've always like feel like I'm that nigga. Like, y'all niggas know me. Yeah, and I've yeah, always yeah. been like, yeah, I don't know what, you, what y'all niggas tell me. I'm that nigga. Right. And I think it's because I know exactly who I am and I'm unapologetic mm-hmm. as to who I am. It's like, oh, well, you wild this, you wild that. Am I wild? I mean, I say wild shit, but I don't know. <laughs> right. So, Phil, you con- you just a complicated creature. We all know this. <laughs> I, there's no secret to this. You self-aware, extremely self-aware, but also a part of you, it, it, it lies to us. Like, we'll what tell do you mean? You, I don't like that. So I'm not, I'm not calling you a liar. I mean, I guess I am. And it's one th- what's the one thing I don't like? Liars, I guess. (laughs) Exactly, I don't like liars. But will because I again, I know you're you know things about yourself, and you you admit it all the time, and you you make fun of yourself, like you laugh about all this stuff, whatever. But then when we tell you, Phil, you're this way, and you're like, No, I'm not. But it's clearly are that you are this way. You get what I'm saying, AJ? I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's just okay. Part of him is that he likes to argue <laughs> he likes yeah, to yeah, deny true, he likes true, to deny true. so even if he knows like i know the truth yeah i might have a good i'm i'm, I'm still gonna yeah. i'm still not gonna admit it so that's a major flaw of you phil and that's the one thing i feel like you're not self-aware of you're 100 i'm oh, again, that, that i like to argue no that well yes yes okay that we'll say that that you like to argue that you like to disagree yeah well, oh, well I, I remember when we had that podcast about that i actually agree with y'all he was like, bro, you like to disagree? And I was like, no. And I was like, damn, y'all got me. Uh, <laughs> it, it wasn't that fast, though. It was it an was, entire but, but, but argument. But then I was like, all right, y'all yeah, got me. Y'all yeah, niggas, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, I, self-awareness. I feel like I, feel like it's I have It's because I got that. brothers, bro. I'm compa- I, it just We argued a lot. Yeah. So if yeah, ever I niggas say something true. I don't disagree, agree with, I'm just like, you wrong. Even if they clearly right. And I'm not going to admit you right. Because, mm-hmm. you know. That's true. Then I got to admit I was wrong. And I don't like doing that either. But now I feel like I also have that self-awareness. Mm. It's just in certain aspects of life, right. I lack motivation. Mm. So it's like talking about procrastination. Like I 100% know I procrastinate, but it's like I know I'm going to get it done. Um, right. At right. some point. like yeah. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes I'm just lazy. And I had a talk with a coworker about this, and she's like, no, you're not lazy, so on and so forth. But I feel like it goes back to my self-awareness. I know that I can be lazy in certain right. aspects of life. Like when it comes to working out or whatever, like I'm very regimented, which AJ, you pointed out. Um, but anything else, I'm just like, whatever. It'll get done when it gets mm-hmm. done. No, nah, that's uh, that's real, man. Uh, I actually, bro, and you know what's crazy? I had I actually had a, uh, a coaching session yesterday. Mm-hmm. It just kept me up all night. But um, And somebody was coaching me. And my self-awareness when it comes to dating was, I thought, my self-awareness was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to stay solid and, you know, someone, someone yeah. will come on. All right, cool. So when I explained my perspective to the person who was coaching me, I was talking about all the things that modern women, you know, like that yeah. I don't care about. I don't care about, but yeah. in a way that, you know, they want a certain age, certain income now. And it's like, 
oh, it's a process. You know, mm-hmm. I don't got it yeah. now. You feel me? And I'm talking, I'm talking to her as far as like I'm not flashy. You know, I feel like especially women in Houston, that's that's what they like. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever, whether it's true mm-hmm. or not, it's it's is what I've experienced, right? So it's a lot like South Florida. Really? I, I would say it's the only reason why it's not like South Florida is because there's so many. There, hmm, I don't know if I. South Florida is like a beautiful, like beautiful people live here, mm-hmm. but yeah. they ain't got no substance, right? But but beautiful people live here, right? But they beautiful, and and that's a norm. Yep. There's a lot of beautiful people in Houston, but beautiful people ain't a norm yeah. in Houston. But they okay. slugging in Houston. Some crazy but because of that. They're dog access to everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're and saying. And so and so, long story short, I was talking to her with in that tone, and then she reciprocated everything back to me. And I'm thinking I'm speaking from a tone of. I know my worth and whatever, woo woo, or not really worth, but I know who I am, whatever. Yeah. And when she like paraphrased everything, I said, yo, who did you just listen to? You know, so my self-awareness when it came to, to dating, yeah, it was, I, I may have been aware of my position compared to what I'm hearing women want mm-hmm. instead of like, bro, like look at the attributes that you already have. Yeah. And just and look how far you've come, like good lord. It's like yo, just 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 keep going. Yeah. So are you the shooter or the shooty? Um, nah. Uh, wait, what? Oh, are you the one? I, I know I, the opposite for shooter. I I always <laughs> I saw I felt like shooty was appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Was, you about to answer too? You like, yeah, okay. said, uh, you knew what I meant though. You no, knew what I meant. No, you he didn't. But because I, when I, I yeah, I've known Phil that. long enough. Even within our group, I always have to be Phil's translator. Yeah, because I feel like me and Phil in a lot of ways are like. I think what he's asking is when when it comes to the dating scene or just hollering at people, are you mm-hmm. the one going after? Women are women the one going after you? Is that what you're um, asking, Phil? That's exactly oh, what I'm asking. Right. So I I like I like the pursuit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What what I don't enjoy is when the pursuit is just like bleh. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yo, if you don't want to talk, just say that. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna hurt my feelings. You know, because I'm approaching you because I'm not afraid of a no. Right. But, but it's hard out here for women because you know you try to talk to them and then they feel like if you say no. They might, they say no, they might get attacked or some shit. Right. So watch this. I am, you haven't, I haven't proven any stereotypes yet. Give me a chance. Cause yeah. as men, we're not, you know, we're, we're not like, oh, you know what? She got eyelashes. She, she going, this is her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> she got eyelashes. Like men, men not, not like that. Like yeah. we're, we're like, oh, I can look at that every day. Let me go over there and talk to that. Yeah. <laughs> like bro, That's like we're, we're, it's simple. And then. And and so, I I definitely like to approach and 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 talk. But my thing is, I'm not going to force a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I hope that you know that they can really hold a conversation with somebody that they don't know. Because how else are you going to meet people? Mm-hmm. And then it's just some people you talk to, and then it's just like, oh, you okay? Um, let me just walk away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like people you know, too used to texting all the time. Yeah, people ain't got no social, no social. I mean, and mind you, you know, quarantine—that's you know—that's an effect of it. But even before that, like, bro, we (laughs) we all survived the thirsty epidemic. Like, think about that. We did. When was that? Oh, you thirsty? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like we survived that. 
But I'm from, I'm even before that, I'm from uh, when girls danced and it was just dancing. Like, look back and, and give you that. Bro, like, I'm from that. I'm from that. Like, you go grab, let's dance, and hey, right, we on that. You can't even, excuse me, they. Yeah, see, I'm like, happy. What you here right. for? Yeah, I'm happy right. I'm in a relationship now because trying that in 2021. Oh, it's tough, bro. I'd be way too scared. It's tough, bro. Nah, bro. Because you no really way. have to walk on eggshells. Yeah. And not not because you're scared of the woman. You're scared of the re- you're not scared, but you're hesitant to see if you want to deal with the reaction yes. of the woman. Facts. You know, you don't know if you're gonna get a up uh, boy bye or or you're gonna get someone that's like, Oh yeah, I do see that dude with a booger in his nose. You know, like where you just having funny conversations, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, doing yeah. stuff like that. So I mean I just miss the old days where people went out to dance. Like Right. It's just weird now because you see a bunch of you be it'd be like a group of bad women. Yeah. Like four or five of them all of now it's just in VIP section. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. Just taking photos Vitals, and you sparklers. and you you with your man's and you think like, all right, I'm a I'm a decently good looking dude. I'm not ugly. Yeah. I'm not the most beautiful nigga, but I ain't ugly, right? Right. And I'm with my homie. He ain't ugly, so we got a shot. Then you go up there and like, nah, we good. Damn word. Really? I think that's uh, has a lot to do with being down here too, though. Yeah. Or, I mean, you're. I mean, you, huge, you feel the same I mean, way in Houston. I, 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 I think it's just a major city thing. Yeah. I told somebody. I told uh, somebody yesterday. Like, just watch the uh, the population growth of any city that Drake raps about. Mm. <laughs> that's that's facts. Houston, and there's a lot more people that's living in Houston that's not facts, from Houston, you. right? A lot, a lot of. And people. what happened? Drake talked about Houston like four years ago. No, he don't talk about Chicago Crazy. much other than the Chicago freestyle. But y'all know how it is in Chicago because yeah. y'all been there. With yeah, it, so yeah, yeah. It's still Chicago. Still, you know what I'm saying? The women shoot. They still like to have a good time. I thought Houston. Houston was cool. Like when I was seeing when I initially had first went out there, like I got love. It was straight. I just thought that the women was just slugging. I didn't think it was a lot of like super beautiful women out right. there, like you mentioned. Right. But I was like, damn. Every girl out here slugging. Something crazy. Mm-hmm. Even the little ones. Yeah. Like, it was cheeks everywhere, bro. Mm. Oh, that's what slugging means? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you did that? You were trying to figure it out. I got to look at the out. translator. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought ass. they were shooting. Nah, shooting it mean, slugs. It means fat ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. It's like, it's, 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 yeah. Yeah. Cheeks feels dragging like... to the ground. Slugging the grass, pulling gravity this, down. This is a Phil-specific Phil Nah, that's a Joliet thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a Chicago thing. Chicago Joliet But feels this whole time, like, He's like, I'm talking about girls. You keep bringing up bullets. Like, you really, he's like, what is? What nah, do they, they have? Got, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Are these women are like shooters, and you Some like juicy smoothie <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I noticed. They was all got nice butts. They yeah, butts. like but they southern thick, and they and they all big. Like not like fat big, like just sturdy. Like Meg sturdy. Style, like sturdy Meg is a good word. Sturdy is a good word. Um. I mean, there's, there's, don't get me wrong. There's beautiful women in Houston, but it's like, ah, it's it's weird, bro. I felt like a little it's nigga weird. out there. Ain't gonna lie to you. You felt like a little nigga to the women out there. Oh, because yeah, like people are big. Oh, <laughs> like, we I got small like people out here. Oh no, I feel that. I feel that. But, <laughs> but yeah, um, that, um, that goes kind of into another one of your topics. You said women and the disconnect of are with realistic male perspectives. Oh man, um, and this is and this is just something that i've i've seen from from experience and mm-hmm. even talking to some of my homegirls or even women that are older than me you know what they what they really expect uh from from a dude now because at least at least in the minority community it's it's like the game has changed black women yeah. are going crazy right now 
going, doing their thing, going mm-hmm. stupid, you know. And I tell, and I, and now the requirements, the requirements are different, which is great. Um, not and 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 my thing is, I'm not saying that that's not good to have, right? Like have your requirements and understand the pool that you're, yes, that you're dealing with, yeah, you know. And so it's fine, like bro, you can go after the the, the over six feet, the six figures. You can go after the the lifestyle and everybody's saying the same thing Every, like go after that mm-hmm. just don't be disappointed if you're not gonna find that exactly how you yeah. want it it's slim pickings yeah i gotta know you know, y'all outnumber that pool right and and i tell people all the time um there's a difference like black women are underestimated mm-hmm. black men are feared i can shock a lot of people be underestimated yeah you know and with uh, with 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 the progression of black it's, it's a, it takes a little bit longer you know, for the majority, these these success stories that we see, that's it's not the majority. Otherwise, they wouldn't be success stories. They would right. be normal. But everyone's not thinking. Yeah, they're just reacting. And so, um, I heard some. And 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 what's interesting is when you don't have, it's almost like you're inadequate. Yeah. It's it's not like okay, you know, you can possess it. Oh, you, you can, don't. You, can you get don't there. have. Yeah. No, it's yeah. instant. They want it now, and it's like, yo, shorty, chill. Even if I had it, I probably wouldn't even talk to you. But, <laughs> but like, I'm, right? This is weird. And then what's? Oh, the, I'm glad I. That's why I'm glad I got it, girl. Right. Same, man. And then what's the Same. rebuttal? What's the rebuttal to that? Like, what's the rebuttal to that? Oh, it's vice well, versa. You We're should, the same. You should strive to want to be more. Oh uh, yeah. Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who said I wasn't? Right. <laughs> Just because you don't see it. Yeah, no. exactly. They want the finished product right now. And it's and it's like, dog, you. you if women really had the answers on how men should be good, would we, like, first off, do you really think you have those answers? And two, of course we're not going to listen. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you've never been a man a day in your life. We're we're not giving women advice. Right, like, let's yeah. just call it what it is. Men, are, we're just. Saying, I mean, they try hey. to, but you know, because women be complaining. Like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm. But from a male, like, I, I will never go into a room with women and say, "Listen, this is what y'all need to do." Right. Like no, I'm, I'm. I would say, all right. This is, might be what he's thinking. All right. Think yeah. about yeah, yeah. Maybe think about, nah, think, about think about this. Nah, I tell what you guys think about. Right. Yeah. You better than me. I be telling my homegirls that like, you tripping. Nah, folks, you need to do this. Cause <laughs> I'm a dude. If you want yeah. my honest opinion, I'm gonna tell you how a man thinks. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you what we expect. And I agree with right. you that like women now want the finished product. Problem is, men when they are the finished product, they want a woman that's been through the process with them. We don't even want a chick that wants the finished product because we know what she after. See, but I mean, I—that's I, me personally. Okay. Like, right. if I'm a finished product, I don't want a woman like after I'm a finished. I'd rather stick with the girl that stayed down until I got there, and then she just be. You know what I'm saying that. Woman. And this may be a flaw of mine, um, and not to say that any of the girls that I've been with are this way at all, but for me, if you're obviously physically attractive, and that's what gets me to you in the first place to even have a conversation with you, right? Um, and then after that. I can have a conversation with you. Like, I'm not looking for all these things. Yeah. Like, if we have a good time kicking it, um, we enjoy each other's company, and we want to be in a relationship together, then it's going to happen. Yeah, it's coming and, from, because traditionally men were the provider, so we're yeah. not going out somewhere yeah. looking for someone to be at the same level as us at, yeah. at minimum, you know? Yeah. So if I was at my peak where i want to be in life i'm making a bunch of money like i'm not looking for a certain type of girl like i 
I can have a girl that is the finished product. I can have a girl that's at the bottom. Right. As long as she's dope, I can spend time with her. Like, I'm not looking for all these check boxes, which a right. lot of, and it was another thing that you wanted to talk about is simplifying life. Simplifying. Like, for me, not to say that I have life figured out, but I'm not someone that's stressed out. I say all the time on the podcast, it's my personality, but I'm not, I, I live life in the moment, which can also be another huge flaw. But I Mm-mm. feel like it could also be a positive thing because I'm not out here stressing about what about the future, what about this, what about that. I'm just enjoying this very second in life. Right. right. I mean, you could do both though. You can plan for the future and still live. Day you can. To day. You can. Because I mean, I, I mean, I live I, like you. I, the only thing I really stress out about is work. But yeah. that's because it's work. Yeah, like yeah. outside of work, I I'm not stressed out at all. Most things don't even bother me, and. I literally live for like spontaneity and just being exactly. like, oh, I met some random folks and they invited me on the boat and now I'm in the boat in the middle of nowhere with some people I don't know, but hey, I had a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but going back to the to the relationship type stuff, um, and maybe you've been this way, um, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of people, they're, they don't, they, they might end a relationship before it starts or end a relationship because it's in its beginning uh, stages because they see something that might potentially be a red down a right. red flag down the line right. um instead of maybe letting that thing develop or correcting itself um and that's why i feel feel like i've never really had relationship problems because mm. i just I, I go with the flow right. i let it happen right. um i don't end shit just because like you always hear the the corny shit um that girl would say like Oh, I care about you too much, so I'm gonna end it because they they worried about some shit in the future instead of just worrying about now. I okay, so I I I see I see where that is. No, no, that, that's sides. true. You know, so so I, I'll I'll be uh, transparent. So recently, like a year ago, like was the first time where I was dating somebody and I had love for them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I had to stop it. Um. I chose to because of uh, religious differences. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but are you, I feel like that's I, a, I feel like that's a fair point. Though. Yeah, I mean, I, I I believe Jesus is my Lord and Savior. So it is Muslim, is Islamic. No, uh, Christian. I mean, but I, I I look at it more. That's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but she was. You said what? She, what was she? Yeah. Oh yeah, she she was a Pakistani, so from Muslim. Yeah. Muslim. Damn Pakistani, and, um, I'm jealous, man. And this man is hilarious. <laughs> and then, um, I ain't gonna lie to you. That on my list. And so what happened was what happened was like. I was I was to a point in my life where first time to where I was really having that conversation of Theo, do you want to move forward with this, right? Mm-hmm. And like the simple boxes, have fun, attractive, you know, kind, funny, and um, and worked out with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. bro, I was I'm good. It was just I I wasn't sure how heavy the religion thing was for me. Yeah. Did y'all have that conversation? We did. Okay. On three different occasions, and the, and the last one, it was just we were we were getting to a point where it was gonna be something. Yeah. And me knowing that I wasn't sure about this, it was gonna it was gonna fester. But I'm not saying it as it was gonna be a red flag. I purely wasn't sure I was ready to move forward. Yeah, because I didn't know if that was something that was mandatory for me. Mm-hmm. I think that's smart, and I think most more people should do that because even though a person may disagree with you, I think one, you being honest, right, and they'll respect your decision. 
And I think the biggest thing in relationship is if you're in a relationship, if you can look at the person, even if they like break your heart or y'all break up, if you can be like, well, they kept it a buck with me. Right. Kept it a buck. I, like I can't even yeah. be mad at you. Right. Even if I'm hurt, I can't be mad because I'm like, mm, you kept it a buck. Right. So right. you kept it a buck. So that, that I think that's, that's dope that you did that. Right. Instead of being like finding a bitch ass excuse to kind of like weasel out. Because I couldn't, man. <laughs> I couldn't because I cared about it too much, man. And that's why and that's why I'm very intentional about who I deal with now. Yeah. Um, because I know I'm, I'm, I'm ready for that space. And you would, if you would have kept going down that road, you would get more attached or more. Right. Possibly. And so I, I, I think of, I don't know how, you know, you guys knowledge and science, but I, I think of relationships as like carbon. Okay. To where like your attachment to it, because you learn from it, it never really completely dissipates. Mm-hmm. It's just the further away you get from it, the less it's charged yeah. and the less, you know, the more dormant it gets. Yeah. But you still learn from it. So it still exists. But if I'm connected to it and I'm, we're still texting and I know nothing's going to go from it, like that carbon going to charge up. And it's gonna be really hard. Yeah, you too smart right now. You know, yeah, we got really Stephen hard. A on the podcast. We got Neil deGrasse Tyson, I, Theo, I, all this I shit need rolling. You, I need you to dumb it down to astrology, my man. You into the astrology? Nah, bro. Talk honestly, horoscopes, honestly, honestly dog, I don't. I don't believe in astrology because how can you look at the stars before the technology was created? You know, whatever. <laughs> but that's my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. How could you look easy? You didn't have a pollution. Yeah, but bro, you can still listen. you see shit with the naked eye, bro. Right. That's not you can see stars clearly with but the naked you didn't eye. No, at that time they didn't know what that was because they didn't see it. True, but that's what made the Egyptians great because you know the Egyptians created astrology, which then led to science. Astronomy and or astrology, astronomy is in the same. Astrology yeah. is like the Greeks took it from the Africans. Uh, Okay, I was thinking of astrology. Like, what's your right? The study of of space. That's what I was thinking. Oh, I was thinking about like horoscopes. Man. No, no. Said, so oh, that's astrology. Yeah, I said dumb it down for me because you was talking about carbon. I'm like got lost. <laughs> I'm like, hey, nigga, talking astrology terms like so, cancers and Sagittarius. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like that. What is that? <laughs> Do you believe in that, Theo? No. If you don't believe bro. in that, then I fuck with you. I no, thought you. No, bro. Like people ask me all the time, "Where's my zodiac?" I say, "Dragonfly." Like, bro, I'll be like, bro, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. Yeah, like, yeah, you don't yeah. believe that the you wake just because you born in when you born in uh, June six. Oh, so you a Capricorn? I don't. I'm a, I'm a dragonfly. <laughs> um, nah, bro. Because like my, my thing is like. Like I couldn't control when I was born and stuff like this, you know. I was, so what's your zodiac sign? Yeah, yeah. Gem- yeah. I'm a yell Gemini. Like bitch, what? Like I had a choice. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, mm, I want that one. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm a Gemini. Yeah, like, yeah. bro, you know. And then I, I just believe everything is too broad that you can apply it to anybody. Exactly, Ex- exactly. That's what I say oh, all facts. the time. You know? Facts, yeah. That's why I think horoscopes are so popular. Or, or a moodier feeling at a certain yeah. time, or like how you acted a certain Come day. On, but bro. you know how they make it even more bullshit because. One, it's already broad, like Theo just said, and like I've said, but then they try to make it even more broad so it applies to everyone because then they're like, what's your your uh, rising moon in your set? Like, bro, because I'm a, a Leo rising or some shit like that. But what's your what's your earth sign? Like, I'm a water well, sign. Well, that, that's where it gets more specific. I'm an avatar. But yeah. no, I feel like that makes it more more broad because now I'm fitting in more boxes than mm. below. Low keto ain't going to lie. I used to read horoscopes in high school. Those was good. That was some good motivation. You wake up and hey, be I like, be, you, read, you, you read a little thing that says, today you feel great, your fucking stars is in alignment, yeah, and you're going to meet somebody new. And I'd be like, damn, today about to be a great fucking day. <laughs> yeah. You meet somebody new and you'd be like, this shit is true. Not realizing you met somebody new because you had it, in, had it already in your mind, like, I'm about to meet somebody new. Exactly. Right. You probably could have did that. Exactly. <laughs> 
That's what I'm saying. You can, that's that's like the uh, power of manifestation. Yeah, like but I also like think now women that down. be super into astrology are full of shit. I, no, I, you can't I, trust them types. I ain't gonna use I ain't gonna use the S word, but they definitely are. They suspect are, sus. are weird. <laughs> definitely weird. I'll say they're weird. Yeah. And, and and the reason why and and what's what's even weirder to me is like you have more faith in somebody creating like an astrology note than what you actually feel. Yeah. Like you're not trusting your discernment at all. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. manipulating it to fit uh, a quote. Yeah, but I be seeing a lot of women getting into these uh this like earthy space and I'm like, mm, the the space that Zach hates and I see yeah. Earth strong. They be like committed to it. I like certain language. Like I change my words to certain things because actual like words have actual meanings. Right. And if I like a- agree with a term of something, I'm like, oh, I appreciate that. But it'd be like people that actually change like their whole life. And then I'm like, mm, I feel of shit. They want, you know, like the earthy type people that don't like to shade their underarms. And mm. I mean, it's, it's, it's the same as, as like, I'm, like, I'm plant based. So it's the same yeah, thing. Me too. Just, you know? Yeah. But it's, I don't know. It's just whatever. Shit, my dog got here. Why the Just whatever you want to, whatever it is to you, like to some people, you know? Right. True. Right. Like that could be their ulterior way of getting that motivation or getting that. I just think thing. most of them are full of shit. I haven't met a one where I connected with like on a personal level. And I feel mm-hmm. like I've met a lot of people and I've hung out with a lot of different types. But I haven't met one that's actually genuine in it, which is mine. Yeah. Oh, I, think most, I, see you, you know I see what you're saying. Because like I don't hang out. I be around some grimy niggas sometimes, but I'm like, that dude's cool. He just grimy. So I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Right. You take him for what he is. Right. And then you'd be like, like y'all niggas are like genuinely just good ass dudes. Yeah. Which is why in Florida I hang around y'all because when I got out here, I'm like, I'm going to surround myself with good people. Southern Illinois, not so much. Mm. I was with some niggas, which is cool. They're my niggas, but them some niggas. Yeah, Here, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm just find good, good people. <clears throat> so, you know, I haven't met anybody in that earthy space <laughs> that I'm just like, ah, I like them for them. Yeah. So while we on the relationship stuff, um, what's y'all thoughts on Will and Jada? I feel like every two months. What Jada, happened? They yeah, spent that story. They spent that story and shit happening. So explain, because I just I've only yeah I, I fell for I the clickbaits and all that. Nah, it's, it was clickbait because Jada was saying how I haven't even read the full article, but Jada Pink Pink Smith whatever she was saying how like you know they've been married for like twenty years. Yeah, she was like relationships hard and you can't expect for your partner to always know what you're thinking. And she was pretty much the sum of what she was saying was like when you're in a relationship and a marriage for that long, you can't try to forecast and be a mind reader you had the person has to tell you what they want so you can accommodate them and vice versa y'all have to have those uncomfortable conversations so everybody took that as like she just said will was bad in bed or like yeah, so wait did, what or, how did they get that yeah, from wait, that because it, con- it was a because it was a conversation do- about i think sex was brought up yes mm-hmm. and so she was saying like oh you know there's been times in my relationship where the sex wasn't there but she's saying that as like, you know, that's with any long relationship, you just lose lust. Yeah. Or like you lose that. Oh. That right, right, right. She was like, and the part of that was because we expect them to know what we want. You know what I'm saying? Got you. So like you be with somebody so long and you can be like, damn, like my girl haven't noticed. I want her to like, she should know like I like when girls wear lingerie. She don't ever dress up for me. Like shit like that. Got so you. So wait, so what, so are they in an open relationship? That's what everyone I, is. I think so. Then she could uh, admit to it with all this. Well, no, yeah. she meant to cheating. She just flashed. Yeah, she cheated. 
But I think on the Red Table Talk, they've said they've or alluded to yeah, um, that they they have other partners and whatnot. Because yeah. Will says she's not used to a traditional relationship. She comes from a family where open relationships were like norm. Yes. And yes, so correct. Will Smith said he had to get used, open to the concept of like a non-traditional relationship, which is like a monogamous, like one spouse relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think they are swinging, but I think the Algus Halcina situation was different because I don't think Will knew about it. I don't know. Ex- I don't know about swinging. But, swinging is very specific. Well, maybe but, not swinging, but, they, but like, yeah. they they've been outside of their relationship. Yeah. is what I'm assuming. Right. Which I which I think more people in our generation are probably pushing towards. In the future you think? Anyways. I think so. Because I think one. I think. I don't know. Bro. This idea of monogamy, bro, is loose. I don't. Uh, I think. I don't. I don't know if it's gonna be more, but actually, no, it probably be more because it'd be probably less people cheating, yeah. less people like. Like, so I guess cheating. I, yeah, I think cheating has become more of the norm um, in this generation. Like, it's accepted. Um, you think so? I don't think it's accepted, but it, it's like... It's more tolerated. Yeah. It's tolerated yeah, yeah, if yeah. you ha- guys have, like, an agree Not agreement, but an understanding or something. Yeah. In a way. But is it but is it cheating if it's, you have an understanding? Nah, it's not, not cheating. It, nah, it's not cheating. Which is why I think... Exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's not... Yeah. Which is why I think cheating. being open would be moving forward is going to be more of a acceptable more of a thing rather than more people getting divorced so like i love you but uh so all right so all right hopefully this analogy works because i'm thinking about this right now it's it's like so being being in a relationship and like being open to like having other sexual partners it's like an open book test like you're able to look i get what you're saying yeah Yeah. you know but cheating is like I, yeah, that's, okay. that's yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that like, was that's, that's a perfect right. Example. That's how I'm looking at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because I know and and honestly, I think it's 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 pushing the roles are reversed. Like women women are being praised for having the same habits that men are being demasculated for. Right. Yeah. You know. So I think um, there's definitely going to be a, a paradigm shift to where women are going to be so focused on this misindependent thing and not needing anybody mm. that they're going to be the new niggas. And yeah. Be lonely as and hell. then... Always <laughs> be lonely than them up. Right? And, <laughs> and they then, don't believe us, though. And then men, and then men, and I'm not saying all men, there's there's like three different pockets of men. There's just men that just don't care. They just going to be that. Then there's men in the middle where it's like, yo, I got experiences, but I'm ready to settle down. That's, that's the little pocket we in. Mm-hmm. Then there's the men that's like, Baby, baby, please, baby, please. <laughs> oh, baby, you know, baby. like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. those where it's the like, ass niggas. you know, the the simps, and I don't even know if that's a derogatory term, but it's like a, a it's lot a of dudes get offended term. by that. Nigga, you a simp? That's... Like you a simp? You know, because like, it's real. Because niggas be simping. Like, what do you mean you get in trouble by your girl? I'm a grown man. <laughs> <laughs> get in, nah, in wait, trouble? Nah, wait, out. You can get in trouble by your girl. I don't be Listen simping, but me. I be getting in trouble. Listen to me. You can get in trouble by your girl, you and I'm a dying. And I feel like I'm a. We better talk. I feel like I'm. Dominant neutral, like I'm not like a rule with an iron fist. I'm yeah. a look shorty. We get ain't, in you know trouble? Not like not now. Like if there's whooping. a disagreement, yeah, not, yeah. Not me, and, me and Tatiana, we get into fights over small things that yeah. I know that bothers her and whatnot. I don't know if I'd say I got in trouble. Yeah, I got in trouble. <laughs> right. Like think about it. My, my, when I say trouble, like <laughs> like, like I wouldn't make like. a decision without without taking her feelings or talking to her about it. No, so no, no. I, that's, I'm like, I ain't right. going to do this because I'm going to get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? But not like, 
I can't do this. She's gonna get no, upset. So, so she's gonna get upset. Nah, I'm in oh, trouble. okay, I see. What I, lo- I use it very. So it's loosely. more like make her upset. Yeah, yes, got you. you it's not like I'm not gonna be on punishment. She's gonna steal off my ass. Right. So like I'm, I'm like so it's like you, you know, did you what? On punishment. Punch my ass. Oh, stop hitting me, man. <laughs> right. Oh. You can't. You can't go. <laughs> but it's like no, you're on punishment. You got to sit on the couch. Yeah, like you yeah, can't yeah. go out like, with no, your no, boys. Like nah, that hell nah. Oh no, Tatiana's definitely told me I got to sleep on the couch before. That's definitely happened. We not. Listen. But I've also said no, I'm not, and continue to sleep in the bed. Ooh, right, right. Your pants on. Be, no, be, no, your big boy pants. Because look, because look, because at the end of the day, it's yeah. like, it's like, bro, you discipline children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, when's the last time we did, we've been disciplined? Yeah, I got yelled at. I got in trouble. When I got called thirty, I got mm. in trouble. I did. You thirty. I got in trouble. Yeah, you got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was being a child though, so he was he was good. <laughs> Yeah. I got in trouble for that, but I deserve that one. But most times I see what you're saying. Like my trouble is used as a term loosely as like, I just want a happy relationship. So right. I try not to do shit that's gonna piss my girl off. Right. Yeah, happy wife. Happy, happy life. life. Yeah. yeah. So niggas be like, man, you you can't do that because nah, I was like, nah, bro, I'm not doing that because I'm not trying to go home and fight over this dumb shit. Right. <laughs> like it ain't that yeah. serious. But that's different than like, yeah. what is this? <laughs> nah, my girl what ain't is my girl ain't this. <laughs> Give me your keys. I'm, you're going I'm, nowhere. I'm, right, right. You're like, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. You're like, bitch, bitch. What? Stop playing on me, shorty. <laughs> like, come on, man. But so, yeah. yeah. Speaking of them type of niggas, did y'all see that story? That dude that makes $15,000 a week? I actually was going to talk about that. Bro. Yeah. Wait, what? He, he got a sugar mom. He's a sugar baby. Yeah, he's a sugar oh. baby. I've been trying to be a sugar baby for years. And before I got she to pays him $15,000 a month. A month. To do what? Whatever she wants. Well, yeah, whatever. Oh, but no, I guess I don't, I don't she, know. I don't a know part this. a part of the article that I saw it was that she didn't pay him last month because he didn't clean the pool out. Uh, <laughs> I so, mean, if it ain't wild. as long as ain't no as long as ain't no gay shit. No, he's yeah. easily doing that, bro. She's into that stuff, bro. Yeah, she pegged, the beads pegging. and all. <laughs> as long oh, as ain't nothing like, you know what I'm saying, no booty hole play yeah. on, on my end and fifteen thousand you, you you go with math, fifteen thousand a year is what? Fifteen thousand—that's over a year. You mean a month? Fifteen thousand a month for a year. That's over one hundred seventy-five thousand. Okay, yeah, if if not more, probably more. I just don't feel like calculating right now. I'd be like, bro, you stupid. You didn't clean. Miss out on the bath for not cleaning the pool. I I, I messed around and then like I was I got scared of having a show with mama. Really? I was too young, bro. I wanted I wanted a show. I was twenty-four. Like I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready for that. So, uh. Again, going back to Phil's analogy, were you shooting or was she shooting? That one, um, it was kind of, we both saw each other and it was like, cool. So I definitely went over. Got you. And um, like how many years you're seeing? She was, I was 24 and she was 33, 34. Nah, that's, yeah, that's not too, too bad. I want a cool girl. I'm talking, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want at least 20 years old. Oh, at least 20? At least 20. I don't know, I was like 27. I, think... I was looking for like 47, 50 year olds. I wanted a round. Mm, you know what? The thing is that the women that I'm attracted to that are that, that much older, they approach me like, um, oh, you look like a fuck boy. Oh, really? <laughs> that's yeah. funny. I mean, that's that's really like, like when I be going out, be like, do I really want to fight these stereotypes, <laughs> or do I just want to chill? Can you All right, yeah, yeah. stereotype. Long hair, athlete, tats. I get the nerve every single time. Real. I wish I got the nerve, nerd, bro. Bro, I get the nerve shit every real. I wish I got the nerve, but I'm, but I'm like, oh, bro, you know how hard it is to not convince. Well, I don't convince nobody, but to overcome that stereotype of being yeah. a fuck boy. 
It See, is. It's because I because inherently you would deny if you were. You'd I mean, like, no, but, no, of course right, not. Right, but yeah, it's like, like but it's like all right, I have my I would never call myself a fuckboy. I I have my streak of um a thoughtness. <laughs> like I'll agree to that. Did you, you know? Have, did you have fuckboy behavior? No, I was honest. All right. I was honest. I've been called a fuckboy. I was actually saving the girl's phone as a fuckboy. Like her oh, friends yeah, knew me as a fuckboy. And look, this is the nerd. <laughs> this is the nerd. <laughs> That's you know fact. I mean? That's fact. And it's and and so it's like I've I've always had those stereo and 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 it was really prevalent when I came back to FAU. Mm-hmm. And people was like, oh, I, oh, you look like I heard. And, like, you <laughs> yeah, because you were there before, so everyone has their stories, and but it's like, like you're this ghost or whatever. Like, no, I'll be you're honest, the fuck boy. my first year at FAU, bro, I was a dweeb, bro. Dweeb. Bro, pe- <laughs> no, people were telling me Theo's coming back next year. I'm like, bro, I never met him. <laughs> like, That's just crazy. like he's like, what? You haven't because everyone thought I'd been there for like two, three years oh, right, or whatever. Right, 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 right. But I was a freshman. I was like, guys, like. I know you guys are older than me, but I just got yeah, here yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Hey, side note, y'all Florida niggas really use dweeb. I never heard that term used until I got to Florida. Really? It, <laughs> bro, I'm like, what? Niggas a dweeb. I'm like, huh? Dweeb, bro, bro, that term is just so, I don't know. It's that weird shit, to me. It's perfect. That shit's so weird to me. It fits perfect, bro. Because we say, like, niggas is lame or goofy or yeah. mark. Like, niggas be like, this nigga's a dweeb. A dweeb. Yeah, bro. Yo, that's just so funny. But no, I've never been a I've never been a fuck boy, dog. But you but like overcoming that shit and like sometimes you want to and sometimes it's it's like a miracle when a woman like gives you a fair chance. Like, yeah. You know. And that's really what it is, dog. But you've never been a fuck boy admittedly. To girls you've for sure been a fuck boy. So, Cuz I'm I'm a great guy. At least I think so and Nah, you're an asshole. Dude. And a lot of girls have called me an asshole like you just no, said. They, they'll call you, me you, asshole. Nah, it's because they'll call it's, me asshole, but not a fuck boy. It's for you, Zach, it's because you are so in the moment all the time. I guess so. so. <laughs> We're like, okay, I'm not doing that now, whatever. Exactly. And like, I want him to be mad. <laughs> and exactly. you soft spoken. Yeah. So you don't have like the super dominant like personality where it's like, I would, he's such a nice, soft spoken guy. Why is he an asshole? I'm like, damn, yeah, I guess an so. It's okay being an asshole. It's, it's, I think it's great on the asshole side. But yeah, I got to learn. I, I've been learning that now, though, being more of an asshole in 2021 and just saying no too much. Especially now, because I've stretched myself way too thin mm-hmm. with work. I feel like I'm, I don't even know what sleep is anymore. I just got way too much shit going on. Oh, wow. You you consider yourself an asshole? What do you consider yourself? Oh, um, I'm definitely direct. Okay. So if in and today's... Direct equates it, to asshole. asshole. It, depends yeah. on, it depends on who you ask. Yeah, yeah, today, like... Is this like, person um, mature enough to handle it, or are they gonna think of me this way? Kind right, and so and so, what happens is um, a lot of oh, there's so many people who are fake, fake deep in, in all this, and fake, you know, in tune. Like, bro, if someone's honest and direct, you shouldn't take offense to that. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't. Right. Like, but what your is, feelings get hurt, bro. You know, we people act emotionally, and it's all about feelings, and nobody wants to feel bad or feel like they got tried or whatever. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And wasted energy. Exactly. You're still wrong, but <laughs> that's energy, how people bro. are. You know, like, bro, I, I would care about my feelings. Dog, you know how much different our childhood would have been if motherfuckers cared about our feelings? <laughs> Facts. Facts, bro. Niggas like, think about it. that. Like, would it have even been fun? Like, like no. low key. <laughs> like, nah. You know, it, honestly, dog. Like, joking and stuff. I, I feel like we would have no sense of not wanting to disappoint anybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or you not know. even like, or even less self awareness because like, oh, yeah, right. I didn't even know that about myself. Because yeah. everything's enabled. But, yeah. Oh, I'm allowed to do this. 
shit, I don't need to develop that part of me. Yeah, exactly. Was it hard to make friends in Houston? Like male friends? Um, or do you have male friends mm, in Houston? No, I do. I got I got a, I got, a, I got um, well, one of my homeboys, AJ. You know, I got a, I got a few homeboys, but I don't really have like a, a friend group in Houston. Yeah. How long like, you been out there? Going on four, uh, four, going on five years. Okay. You know, and I, I definitely stay to myself in Houston. Like, like November and December, I probably won't see nobody. Mm. You know, um, and it's just, it's and that's a, and that's a good question. Like, they're definitely different. Like, how a Texans move yeah. versus Floridians, because we're used to people moving here and integrating in our communities. Mm-hmm. People will move to Texas and create their own shit. Mm-hmm. Got you. Mm-hmm. So those who are from Houston, like you done known these people since you grew up in Houston, and y'all done been on the same side, been on the same AU team, all yeah. that. And so when yeah. somebody else comes in, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, what's up? You know, it's kind of like that. Yeah. And so it took me a minute to get into the hoop scene in Houston. You know, mm. like it took me a while. You know, and um, it felt like Florida was very clickish. Florida, but you're in South Florida, dog. You know, Central Florida, bro. I can definitely put you in an environment to where, bro, you'll you'll end up leaving, meeting people, and they'll ask you out before they ask me out. G shit. Yeah. Maybe I should have landed in Central because South Florida <laughs> is trash. I hated you niggas. Yeah. Yeah. South Florida is different. Um, but shoot, yet again. Um, Speaking of which, we got to get Shot on a podcast one time. Shot? Yeah. So you can talk Phil, about life. So Phil and uh, Rashad kids squat. They already squashed their beef, <laughs> so they can re squash their beef. Oh, Rashad? Yeah. Was it Rashad I had a beef with? Yes, bro. You was the one. You thought he was an asshole. Was it? Oh, when you first got there. When Rashad you first got to FAU. Goofiest. Yeah, nah. Well, oh it, nah, it wasn't. Was that thing? Nah, I just thought he didn't like me for a long yeah. time. I didn't think he liked me. Because Rashad's quiet if you don't know him. Right. But I greeted him. He didn't reciprocate. He didn't return my greeting. But Phil, so yeah, were y'all about to play, bro? You you ever go in, like when you went to Houston? When you get on the court, do you just go? You know what I'm saying? What's good? Like what's no, good? you don't ever do that. No, bro. So Florida niggas is different, bro. <laughs> I don't know if it's gang culture, but in Chicago, bro, when you a new nigga on the court, you just say what up when you just was good, bro. Yeah. Because that's that's like a, a peace treaty almost. It's like I'm not here to bang. I ain't on. I ain't on shit. I'm here to hoop. Yeah. So when I got to Florida. I come in the gym and I see him like all oh, was good, bro. I, and this is me and you was like super, like when we first started hanging out because I had no friends. Yeah. So you bring me on the court and then we met AJ and I'd be talking to y'all and y'all it'd be two niggas right next to y'all and I'm like, what's good? And look. But you I was also and it, it may go back to the point you just made, but I've told you this all the time. Like you over friendly at first, which can be annoying to Florida niggas. Like I, again, I thought you were annoying again, at first. Again, bro, gang like culture. Him, bro. Especially yeah, especially on on the hoop on like Sports wise, yeah, like I don't even play football, but I ain't gonna talk to you before I play a football game against you. For mm-hmm. real, that's weird, bro. Yeah, because it's like I don't know. And so that happened over a string of like a couple weeks, and I would always seem like it was good, bro. And you just look at me like, oh, fuck this nigga. Yeah, you had your feelings hurt, bro. Not well. My feelings hurt. Nah, I felt disrespected, and you know how <laughs> I feel about respect. Yeah, mm. like if I if I greet you, like you can at least acknowledge that I'm greeting you. We ain't got to be friends, but I'm like. Like was good, like was good. Everybody, everybody be like was good. You yeah, ain't never say nothing. On respect. You know how like give me a cold shoulder. So I'm like, bro, like what the, <laughs> like bro, what? So then for a long time I was like, I don't like that nigga because yeah. he don't like me. Mm. And then I saw him one night in Miami, and he was faded, was, like drinking and shit. Yeah, he came yeah. up to and me that's like, what you can't get. Niggas <laughs> like you don't like me. And I'm like, excuse me. I'm like what you talking about? Like, you don't like me, bro. You know, 
I'm like, bro, I didn't say what up to you about five times in the gym. You ain't never said nothing to me. Man, I'm a Miami nigga, and you know Miami niggas don't move like that. And I'm like, bro, I'm from Chicago. Yeah. I ain't even from all. Oh, I ain't trying down here just for school. Bro. And you wanted everybody to like you, bro. Nah. Phil, Phil was getting into fights when he first got here, so oh people God. would respect yeah, him. Yeah, cause you gotta you gotta have alliances. What you mean? Like all the football I'm in players, the, bro. I'm in a new territory. Exactly like it was like. What's that the Game of Thrones? Club? Like, oh, <laughs> trying to make alliances. And nah, well, like again, he's out here like a survivor. Y'all gotta understand why the culture that I'm come from. Yeah, the culture right. like this gang culture real, bro. Right. So like when you when you somewhere new, you better you got it's like you get in where you fit in. Right. I need to know like I right, if I get into some shit, like who got my back. But I didn't realize like Florida's not really that. Yeah, we not on that, bro. But you don't know that. Yeah. So true. when I come down here, I look at it all the same. Like I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. Like, niggas be going out to a party. Cool. I'm going out to hella parties the first couple months I get out here. For fight breakout, I'm dolo. I don't know who nobody with. Right. Bro, nah. Hey, who? Hey, what up, bro? What's good, bro? Easiest way to let a nigga know you kick with him? Still off a nigga. <laughs> then be like, I fuck with bro. At least I know he gonna fight. Yeah, That's the least I know he gonna do is fight. We good, nigga. You do that in any, any hood. You do that. You can... <laughs> Bro, you, you fight with a nigga in any hood, you automatically in. Nah, you ain't lying. So ain't that's lying. what I did. And after that, niggas, soon as soon as we got into a couple situations with a couple niggas, niggas was like, bro, every time I pull up, yeah, yo, it was good, J.U. Hey, we drinking a bottle. Come over here, get some of this bottle. And I'm like, it's my nigga like, uh. And I'm like, that. I'm cool. I'm straight. So yeah. it worked. But... You have to, when you move to a new area, you got to kind of learn the area first. I just, like, look at everything as a threat. Gotcha. So, because I come from that, and I was living on a swivel, I was like, all right, well, shit, I don't know none of these niggas out here. I don't know who on what. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? So, I got to make sure I get in where I fit in. And football niggas is easy niggas to get along with. And they always deep. <laughs> All right, anyway, so <clears throat> Theo, we got a we got a segment on this podcast called Get It Off Your Chest where okay. if you if you got a vent, something that you've been thinking about, shit that annoys you, is there anything that's on your chest that you gotta get off your chest? No, I'm actually I'm actually good, bro. Um I it might sound corny, but I don't let like stuff bother me like that. Got yeah. you. And you know what I mean? To to say this grinds my gears. Yeah, oh, see, I'm, I'm the opposite. I mean, it, dog. <laughs> Everything I, grinds that gears. I, I try. I try not to. But to, he was. Just, but he's always saying he's not stressing. Like nothing really bothers him. But, but the thing it, is, because like, I'm so vocal about it. Yeah. Once I speak about it, like it's done. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He don't let it linger. But now, it if you if you get if you say a topic like what's the first thing that comes to mind, like that's 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 different. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but as far as what bothers me. Nah, probably the only thing that's close to that, but it's not bothering me. It's just weird. It's like you know the dating scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. But outside of that, hey, prayers to you, my brother, because I'm glad I ain't got to deal with that shit. Yeah, bro, this shit, bro. It's like you on you on any uh, apps? You date on the apps? I've probably been on the app, outside of being overseas. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've only been on. <laughs> I've only been on the apps like in the states, probably a combined four months in the gotcha. past. Like, nah, the apps where it's at, bro. You, if you um, trust me, I met my girl on the app, and I'm gonna tell I, you why the okay. app's where it's at. All right, because it's like a it's like a filtration process, right? You you post the pictures up, and then you can it's, you can have a conversation to see if one she can hold your interest, or if y'all or is there something right. interesting, and then two, once you go on a date, it's quick and easy. Like you know, off the first couple dates, like I'm either gonna date you again or this ain't gonna work. So it's nice because 
And then on certain apps, the women will send you a signal. They might like something about you. Yeah. And it's just, and it ain't flat out like, oh, I like you. It's like, all right, let me see what you got. They'll throw you a hook. Yeah, I, I, I tried Hinge. Um, I, I definitely started. I dated one girl serious off Hinge and met and met two others off Hinge. Yeah, Hinge is for mature yeah. women that's ready to slow. I met my girl on Hinge. Okay. Like Bumble's like, all right, I don't. Yeah, Bumble. Bumble's a, I don't know yet. Which is still fun, yeah. <laughs> but it's so a, but, but you know, it's a, it, it ain't like I'm looking to settle down. It's like right. I could settle down, right? Or I might be still trying to have fun. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I don't know who still use uh, what's the other one? Tinder. Tinder, Tinder yeah, just yeah, yeah. fun. I don't, it's creeps. Yeah, that's. If that's, you still on Tinder, you a creep. Just go overseas with Tinder. Bro. <laughs> How was the dating scene in overseas compared to America? I was dating. When I was overseas, I was yeah. fucking when I was overseas. <laughs> That's lit. what he was asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. just trying to put a nice white. Color. I was lit. No, I was definitely fucking when I was overseas. <laughs> but was. it wasn't. It wasn't like I was rude. It was like, yo, I would like to learn about your culture. Yeah, you know, because the best way, and I don't care what nobody say, the best way to see the city is with a woman. Mm. Mm. Got you. Whether it, y'all homies or whatever, because she not gonna take you to the, where the bitches at. Yeah, she's exactly. gonna take you where the good food is at. Yeah, you know, there's no feel like, all right, you want a sushi? Take you to the best spot. That, that makes sense because when I went to uh, San Fran, I was in all the spots. Yeah, I love San Francisco for that. Trip. You was with the homie, bro. I was. <laughs> I was with the homie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we could we could uh, go to music then if nobody got anything to get off their chest. Mm-mm. So your boy Mick Jenkins dropping in the room. Yeah, what you think about it? It's great. I love it, bro. Cause like you listen to Mick Deal or no? I don't even know who y'all talking about. Yeah, Mick Jenkins <laughs> is a Chicago rapper. Um, smooth. Uh, I, I don't. What, what would you compare him? I would say kind of somewhat like Kendrick. Like you know how Kendrick's always rapping over jazz beats, especially over uh, "To Pimp a Butterfly." Like that's kind of like Mick Jenkins yeah. all the time. He's okay. conscious lyricism and like his beats is very like like lo-fi jazz. Yeah. Right. So like he's in that space. Like he's worked with people in the space where you like music. Got gotcha. you. Like and he could K- be K- melodic K- uh, at K- times. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. Good, okay. good, bad, bad, not good. So like, but he rap, like, and really gotcha. spit. Gotcha. So I like it. I like his album a lot. It's a, it was a vibe. Like it's good. Like it's all cohesive. Um, and the subject matter. So the the album is called Elephant in the Room, and the subject matter, all the songs are based on that predicate. Because mm-hmm. you know he's super, he's super conceptual. Okay. Yeah. So like he got a song called um, I, I, I think Contact might be my favorite favorite song yeah that's mine too that's up there contacts and uh reflection yeah reflection fire okay i'd probably tell you to listen to that one because it's like super about self-awareness and shit yeah i'm I'm gonna check them out what's his name again mick jenkins Jenkins, m-i-c-k he got a song the thing you could die for while black and the whole song is about that that's your call yeah but I, I like it, and you know, Spitter dropped another album. So Again, you, know, right. you said that album. two weeks ago. You're Bro, lying. Spitter dropped <laughs> albums like they be like eight songs, just, but it, it's this one with Harry Fraud. So I still have to listen to All it. Right, yeah. Stop telling us when he drops. And albums. he's undefeated <laughs> with Harry Fraud. I mean, he, he's consistency, bro. He's consistent. And he raps what he lives. Those are my favorite rappers. Bro, how do you have time to listen to all that music? For real, bro. Uh, I, y'all know I love music, bro. Look, I, I love yeah. music. That's my thing. Like, niggas got That's sports. Dope. I love music. Like, yeah. I can listen to music all day. Yeah. Facts. So, we've actually talked about this on the pod, Theo. So, me and AJ probably listen. I do listen to a lot of music. 
but me and him probably listen to like way more podcasts whereas phil really doesn't listen to much podcasts mm. what, what do you you listen to more music more podcasts no I'm a, I'm a music guy like i got a whole treble class tatted on me Okay, nice, yeah, nice. Uh, Did you play uh, instruments growing up? So I played drums in the church since I was four years old. Okay, nice. Mm -hmm. And then I played uh, alto sax and barry sax, and I was drum major my senior year of high school. So your favorite movie, Drumline? Fuck no, my favorite what? movie. My that's favorite, the best. My Coach Carter. <laughs> the Lion King. That's a good call. Yeah, my favorite movie Niggas are shitting on me because I say one of my favorite movies is Baby Boy, but that's a classic. I don't know. That's, that's a good Do you think Baby Boy movie. is a classic? I No, it is. It definitely is a classic. You know, Thank it's, you. It's definitely a classic. Um, but as far as music, like, bro, I listen, I listen to everything, bro, except EDC. Um, hey, uh, that last Justin Bieber album, though, fire. I, I would skim through it. Fire. Wait, did you mean EDM? Is really? that what you meant? Uh, yeah, yeah, You like Bieber? I don't like Bieber. I don't really listen uh, to a lot of Bro, them. he's, he's amazing. But I listen really? to, I listen to Hone, uh, a group called 92914. What um, kind of music is that? It's just... Real music, musical, like soul, jazz, R&B, hip hop, all in it. Like it can go, it can go fast and go slow. Like you can freestyle over it. Mm. Got you. You yeah. know, just a, just a vibe because the aggression of hip hop now is it's just, trash, it's just like, bro. It's just different, you know, like. Like when you as, really, you as you get older too, he's like, all right, I'm not on. It's like, dog, why did, I'm not on that energy? Why am I listening to this nigga talk about his possessions all, all track? Mm -hmm. When. But even even like even I felt like when we were younger, bro. And this again, this might sound like the thirty year old nigga talking like hip hop ain't the same. Right. Like even our music coming up, we had it was diversity in the music, so I could still get that bang bang shoot your ass up. I could still get that flex on you rap, but then I can also get some Nas, some Common. Right. You ain't got none of that for real. You you do, but you got to search for it. Yeah. But like in, but like, you do, but it's not even like getting played on no, the radio. No, it's, it's not. Like Common was getting played on the radio. And he's a conscious rapper. Like but you also not even listening to the radio at all. No, I, I, I mean, I've tried all. and it's trash. Bro. I've tried. But you gotta look at the look how different because because kids push pop culture. Yeah. yeah. But and these kids don't want to think about nothing. Nothing. These niggas want to be turned up off of off of everything. Yeah. Nothing. Like <laughs> and they kill us. At least they try to be killer. NBA yeah. Young Boy is is this generation's Gucci man. I still that like is him. true. You like Young Boy? I don't like. Him. No, no, I don't. I don't like his music. I think I, but I like his his grime, his hustle. Oh yeah, yeah. I respect it, but you I don't know? like. I don't like. The, I think his music is actually trash. But I mean, people used to say that about Gucci, so I get it. I'm, yeah, and I fought with Gucci. Wop. And, 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 that's that's, and that's exactly why I say that's this generation's Gucci. Man. Exactly, because I don't. Because if you look, listen back to the Wilt Chamberlain mixtapes, you'd be like, "Bro, what the fuck is this?" <laughs> you know, like I like, bro, we was really geek. Yeah, exactly. I'm blowing nobody. We smoke five holes and more. You know, we was geeked off that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you be on them, them, them chill vibes, heavy on the instrumentation. Chill. I think this chill is also vibes. part of like maturing, though. It's like no, right? I need, I need the energy to be different. Yeah, like I don't focus, need to, yeah. right? Not even the focus, just to like, just to chill. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, well, I think also the music matches your like for me. Like I listen to music. Most of the music I listen to is purpose driven. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I mean, like, like we're we're driving to work. We're like doing stuff like that. We're not driving to the gym. Like we're not driving to go out. We're not. That's what we were doing when we were younger. That's true. That's uh, even true. even going out, bro. Like listening to, like the Thugger the Thugger album. Punk. I like it because it's it's 
chill. Yeah, yeah. punk. Yeah, it's good. I like it. I you said know, that last podcast. But I can't listen to Lil Durk all day. Yeah, facts. I don't really listen to Lil Durk. I don't think, you know? think he's the best out of Chicago. But oh, no, he definitely not. But he got some, He, he his flow, you know, like, yeah. I, but even then, it's just, I don't, I don't want to listen to that all day because then now I'm like, exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Going in the club talking to women. Hey, how you doing, girl? <laughs> Bitch, get over here. Get over here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh my god, you're so aggressive. I'm gonna team. Now you a fuck like, boy. Yeah, exactly. Now you a fuck boy. You know what's crazy though? Niggas that be bumping this y'all, they niggas be cowards. You think? See, yes, I, bro. I think the young generation now, all, all these shooters, niggas is really cowards, bro. Because niggas not gonna even knuckle up with you. Oh no, I, I agree with that. I agree. Niggas with that. in our day, the shooters will still beat your ass, and then they'll shoot you. Right, but ain't no one trying. Ain't listen. Niggas will just shoot you and be like, bro, you not even. That I think part of that is is being embarrassed too, though. Yeah, yeah. Because because yeah. like but you that's can, my point. You can get embarrassed like. To the millionth time, like if yeah. it goes viral, like that's, yes, that's like. The big thing, yeah. But then what's hurt when you get embarrassed? Yeah, you're feeling exactly. Yeah. But that's I mean. But again, but that's what kids are. Their hormones, they're but when, experiencing feelings like. <laughs> but when you fight a nigga, even if he beat you up, he got your respect because he know like I beat his ass, but I know if I try. Yeah, to get you're him, going from him. you're going from your mindset when you were growing up. It's not the same now. It's not the same because it, everyone's trying to go viral. Everyone's trying to embarrass people. Everyone's yeah. trying to get uh, get a laugh. Like then you kill a nigga and now you in prison talking about why should he just fought that dude? Bro, I legit had to talk to a student about why it's not okay to record a fight. Shit, so dumb, bro. Niggas get beat up for that. <laughs> you couldn't even pull out your phones when we was fighting. Like for real, niggas Shoot. be like, bro, put that shit up. My phone yeah. could record. <laughs> now we had, I had a razor. Even if it was no incriminating evidence on that. I had, I had a razor, bro. So you know when this was on phone, the only thing we could was recording was like, just not a lot. Like we was doing stuff, right, bro. No phones. It was me not trying to get caught. That's that's hilarious. No yeah. phones at all, <laughs> bro. Like I tried to go back and like I had an old laptop. I'm like, I wonder what I was recording. And I go back and look at my old Facebook post from like 07, music quotes. I go look at my pictures from 07. I don't got no drugs in my, I might look little, you know what I'm saying? I might look buzz, but ain't no yeah. drugs. Right. You don't see no videos on me on Facebook fighting or doing dumb shit. I'm like, oh, I'm straight. My pictures yeah. like just look like, you know, I was just there right. in the yeah, mix, yeah. but ain't nothing incriminating. Now, incriminating. niggas put everything online. Niggas be selling weed and have like a whole picture with a pound behind them. Like, right. I got them sacks, bro. People, people live through other people's perceptions. All right, back to music. Anything else y'all bumping as of late? Hone. H-O-N-N-E. Yeah, you just brought that up. Bro. I'm going to check that out. I'm going to download it right now. And if it ain't good, I'm coming for you, cuz. Oh, look. I'll fight. <laughs> uh, but, no. Nah, no, nah, but, but dog, the, the first song is, is going is gonna to get you. you Which know? one? Let's just say the world ended? No, I don't give a fuck about pain. Oh, oh yeah, that's the album. That's the album. Okay, Let's cool. Just say and, and then, so they have the, oh, their the actual joint. tracks. Yeah. yeah. And then they have the instrumentals. Gotcha, mm. gotcha. Definitely oh, freestyle when, okay. when I get around everybody on <laughs> yeah. one of the instrumentals. Yeah, I might just you know yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, who else? Y'all uh, freestyling at, Corey the, Wong. at the cookout tomorrow or at the tailgate? <laughs> oh, I'm showing my ass. <laughs> yeah. Because I ain't, uh, I didn't I didn't really stroll today because I was like, nah, I need to stretch. This but, guy, what, what does he do? Corey Wong. What, what uh, genre is this? Everything. Listen, bro. Corey Wong is the greatest guitarist of our generation. Okay. Better than uh, Gary Clark Jr.? Yes. Really? Because I, yes. I, I, Gary Clark Jr. get down. Bro, 
this man, listen, he has he has single handedly changed strategies on how to play the guitar. Listen to a song called Ellie. Yeah, Theo putting this on. Like, like, bro, bro, because so what I did, so living overseas, I um I was exposed to different music, and then when I came back, I just like stopped being cheap and got the Apple Music. Yeah. And there was a playlist on a jazz playlist that was more than just jazz music. Mm-hmm. Every song I heard, I downloaded, and then I would sit in my garage and listen to music and play, create the station, and I'll get so many different new artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like. My range, like I'm, bro. Y'all, y'all heard of brass tracks? No, nah. mm-hmm. bro. But jazz, I feel like jazz is coming back because they're using a lot of more live instrumentation. Like, depending on what genre you listen right. to. So if you if you only listen to hip hop, which now is like even hip hop is like you got to put like it in a category. Mm-hmm. If but if you, you venture, break it down in different yeah, categories, if yeah. you branch out of hip hop in general. A lot of R&B, a lot of Caribbean vibes, like Afro beats, a lot of country, right. a lot of alternative musics, they work with a lot of jazz, jazz artists and right. producers. Yeah. Right. Which is why I like listening to like Bad, Bad, Not Good. So like if you listen to them, they under jazz, mm-hmm. but then like they produce shit that sounds nothing like traditional jazz. Right. But because they come from a background where they're so musically inclined, it translates, which That's is right. You know what I'm saying? So like a lot of the music I listen to, like I'll listen to a random playlist and be like, damn, that shit vibe. And it's and you don't know what it is. And I'm right. like, I don't even know where this come from. Man, it's just it's just so much good music out there, dog. It is. And like outside of major artists and like people that I know personally, I don't really download hip hop. Got you. You know, because it's the same, it's the same thing. It's like country music, it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Right now, because it's so manufactured, because it's number one genre. So there's like when I do download it, it's, everyone's trying it's, to get their piece of the pie. Yeah, it's very specific. Like y'all, I like conscious rap. I like yeah, yeah, yeah. like real chill, real in like the indie route. I'm like an indie guy, yeah. not a mainstream guy. So if it sounds like it's from Atlanta, pass. <laughs> and really? West, and West Coast shit. Yeah, I don't like Atlanta music. I'm, I'm not a fan of West Coast music. I love West Coast music, bro. I love it. So and, speaking and I think, of which, but it's because yeah, so it's, it's come from gang culture. Yeah, speaking of and which, YG he dropped. Which this is part. Talking about YG part, Zach, get it off his chest. I'll start with the get it off your chest because um, I forgot to bring it up last section. <laughs> I hate when these artists do like this this whole rollout or whatever for a single. Like every time I see them like posting, oh, coming out tomorrow at midnight, I'm always thinking it's a damn album. And then it ends up being one song. Like so today I woke up, Big Sean dropped music, YG dropped music. And Big Sean, his album, the first couple of listens kind of disappointed me. That was the so, EP with uh with uh with a uh, Hit, Hit Boy, Boy right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I go listen to YG, and I'm like, all right, because I had to prep myself for YG because I already knew what kind of energy I was gonna YG, be on. Oh, right. honey. Um, and then I found out it was just a single, and I'm like, fuck, man. Was the single good? good? Yeah, it was. It was good. Um, but I wanted a whole project. But Big Sean, um, all right, let's talk about Hit Boy. I feel like everything I've listened to Hit Boy um, has kind of been disappointing. He, I think he's a great producer. What? But I think he might be, and I know you gonna, you was going to say Bruh. Feel Away because Nas', Nas album is your favorite album. And that was produced all by Hit Boy, right? Thank, did you listen to that album? Yeah, and you know I didn't like it. Because you don't like Nas. But yeah. the, the production and his, Nas and Hit Boy is like Hit Boy and Nip. They like just work so good together. Yeah. Big Sean and Hit Boy, not so much. Yeah. I don't see it. I don't really like Big Sean with Hit Boy that much, but Nas with Hit Boy, bro, has been perfect. Right. Because Hit Boy, he, he was Wiz Kid. Was that with Hit Boy? Which one? His most recent project. Wiz Kid? 
Yeah. Nah. Made in Legos? I thought, why did I think that was with Hit Boy? Mm-mm. Anyways, um, all I wanted to say was Big Sean. His his project kind of disappointed. Well, his album was disappointing. His last album? Yeah. I, I didn't think back. it was disappointing. Really? I went back to his last album. I still only like two songs. Uh, the one with Nipsey and the, the Detroit, Detroit their freestyle or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's all I've been listening to. Again, I mean, like both y'all said, all three of y'all have said, just hip hop. I really haven't been into it yeah. the past two years, I want to say. Um, whereas that's all I used to listen to. But now it's just like R&B. I'm listening to Snow Legra. I'm listening to AJ Put Me On Ten. She is fire. She is fire and she is fucking beautiful. Fire. Yes, yeah. she is. I think I've only had like four albums in rotation this year. Donda, uh, Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler. Snow Allegra's album. That, hey, that album, Tyler yeah. the Creator's album is dope yeah, yeah, too, bro. Super fire. He said, I got too much self-respect. I wash my hands before I piss. Yeah. Boy, what? <laughs> Boy, just stop, stop playing. He, he did admit that he was gay though. See, I still feel like he's trolling though. I don't know. But he definitely did. <laughs> nah, Isaiah Rashad got one of the best everything. albums of the year too. You like Isaiah Rashad? I don't even know what that is. Oh, really? You would like his. Album, you would really bro. like him, yeah. All it's right, TDE. Bad. Isaiah Rashad. Anybody on TDE automatically gets to listen from yeah. him because that's the one record, the one hip hop company I know values the art, right? And they value people that rap. Like so, what's his Century. name? Isaiah, Isaiah, Rashad. Rashad. Isaiah Rashad. The house is burning. I think you'll like his album because it's chill. But like, I even go back to his older ones too. What was his older one? ones are better, but yeah, like what was this the one with the brown with the brown on Silver demo, Wait, yeah, Sylvia demo, and the Sun's tirade, and yeah, Sylvia demo, Sun's tirade. I like both of those too. Yeah, but Isaiah dope. Yeah. I think you fuck with Isaiah. Isaiah Rashad. Who else am I really like this year that I've been like bumping? I feel it's like all the big dogs came back, but this is just. So said, she said, "Get the houses burning." Yeah. Wait, where did I get the Wi-Fi, bro? Uh-oh. I ain't saying no questions. You got it? I shared it. Oh, no. I, 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 had, I was shocked that I had it. Oh, yeah. No. yeah I was like, how, how can I? I, but no, yeah, I don't at, have no idea. Listen to Sylvia Demo also. This album. Sylvia you like Afro Beats? Who? Sylvia no. Demo. You don't like Afro Beats? No. That's oh, like R&B. Bro. This is no, like it's, R&B. It's by, it's by Zero Shot. Oh. I, I thought that was an artist. He's he different. He's like. Manny Wells. So who was the first dude from uh, Chicago you was talking about? Mick Jenkins. Mick Jenkins. M-I-C-K Jenkins. Yeah. yeah, Mick Jenkins, because uh, I told Phil, I didn't tell y'all. Like, I felt like this was kind of my Jordan flu game episode because I hurt my back yesterday. Oh. I didn't want to come in today, but I feel like with Theo's help as Scotty Pippen, I put in a strong performance. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. <laughs> but I really didn't want to pod today because I've been in pain and uh, I've been in pain all day. But I took a hot ass bath before the pod. Um, that shit didn't help, but I put on Mick Jenkins, <laughs> and it, it just helped with the vibes. It kind of felt like I was listening to R and B, but it, it takes you away. Like yeah. you don't even gotta smoke weed, and it gives you that feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like one of them artists. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you put it on, and you just you niggas gonna feel the vibes. And I'm like, you right, I am gonna feel the vibes. So how, how far back should I go? Should I get should I get the, the get, water? Get the oh, waters yeah, the for waters. sure. What is the best project that, ever. That's what put us all on. The, which one? The first nah. one? The waters. The waters. The waters? Oh, that was the no. There was one before that. Oh, waters and the waves. No, waters. The waters is the one that got him on. He oh, had okay. trees and truths before that, but most people don't know trees and truths because it's not on most platforms. Okay. But the waters is was that's like, what made us all a fan. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the waters so is the fire. Waters. Yeah. It, the waters is a full concept album. He he equates water to the healing component of life. 
So when you when so a lot of times in that album he'll say drink more water or you might die, mm. and he's saying that's the healing component. Okay. And the waters is representative of like love and it's okay. all encompassing. No, so fun. he's a very conceptual artist, yeah. which is why I like him because he's it's thought out projects. It's not songs just put together. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he doesn't release music consistently. It's like every now and then. Once, he, once every one or two years. So like the Nas shit. But yeah, you can look at his titles though, and kind of understand what his albums are gonna be like. Gotcha. So like uh, he has one called the the love component. It's about the heart relationships healing. Mm. It's like if you in that bag, and he and he and he a poet. So he does like poetry and like it's good. Like All right. it's, no, I'm gonna check him out. Very, I think it's very selective taste, but you have to really like music. Oh no, because no, he no, has no, jazz components. He has that space oh, that I'm you in there. like. Yeah. I'm in there. But that's why I fuck with him. And he's from Chicago, and he the realest out of the shy. I'm a homer, so you know. Facts. All right, but that's really all I got. Y'all got anything else, Theo? You got anything else you want to talk nah, about? Before uh, I, I just want to say I appreciate y'all for uh, allowing me to come course, on this platform, bro. Like for you, real, bro. Because I've been because when y'all started, I was like, damn, I know they're gonna have their shit together. I gotta hop on, you know, when I'm when I get in town. But nah, I definitely definitely respect what y'all are doing. And, when you and have keep my it shit up. together for real, for real. <laughs> but that's but that's the thing. But y'all y'all still went for it. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like we I still admired mashing. that. I admired that. You know what I mean? And so shoot, I'm I'm here to take take notes, man. Hey, anytime you in town, bro, you on the pod automatically. Oh, facts. Bro, this, was, you, this was a great episode. I mean, if you start on your own, you can ask questions too. All that. Oh yeah. no, I, I definitely, I've, I've, I've started. I just, I just got to make it visual. But I'll definitely reach out. And whatever um, you do, get all your materials from Sweetwater. The niggas customer service oh, yeah, is beyond. Yeah, yeah. Sweetwater. That's Sweet. where we bought the the mics from. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's all we got. The mics from there. We didn't get the stands. We from got there. stands from Amazon, but the mics. Nick, but if you want to get like other equipment from there, do it because they're gonna call you and be like, "So, uh, Theo, we just wanted to call and." check in and see how the products yeah, working yeah. we coming up on our one-year anniversary uh next month in november oh, really? and buddy crazy. from sweetwater just called me like a few weeks ago just checking up on me seeing how the podcast is going like yeah. <laughs> it's just great customer service Bro, nigga called so. me and left a voicemail i low-key wanted to call him back and it was like nine o'clock at night he's <laughs> like hey i'm just calling to I just want to see how everything's going. Is uh, everything working well and i'm like damn nah, that's lit. service like that bro i'm always be a customer and I'm always refer people. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. That's that's you don't get that no more. Yeah, but nah, this has been a, this has been a good one, dog. Hopefully, I didn't talk too much. No, nah, bro, we, we great, nah, if like anything, I wish you would have talked more. I could have <laughs> oh, listened damn. all night. A lot yeah, of times, you got any more stories? You got a story to sign us off? With? Oh, a story. Uh, give me a topic. <laughs> no, like for real, I'll try to make it quick. Craziest story you've seen while working in uh, being an educator? Oh, oh, oh my God, that's easy. So you know, easily. So I used to have this kid. I used to have this kid, right? Uh, he was 15, about five foot, five foot five, lanky, and he looks like he's like 12. Mm-hmm. He's 15, and um, yeah, I'm gonna give you two stories about him. So when when I when we came back from Christmas break, like he's dealt with a lot of trauma in his life, and so his his um he doesn't really have the words to articulate how he feels. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's my boy Logan. So um. I'm driving up to school, and he sees my truck, and he hops on my truck, and he's looking at me. He says, yeah, bitch. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, fuck you, bitch. And he's just looking at me, but that's his way of saying, like, he misses me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so then one day, and mind you, and so this next day, everything I'm about to tell you happened back to back to back. Mm-hmm. 
So he used to bring Beyblades to school. Like he's, yeah. you know, really, you know. What's a Beyblade? The Beyblade, you know, where you where you rip the joint, they be bouncing it's into like, each other. It's like it's like a top, tops. like a spinning, spinning top. top. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. And then and you, you fight them or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those things. And so, um, and so he would play that, and then he would fall asleep. But it was to the point where his behavior was so sporadic that it would literally disrupt the whole learning environment. So it was almost more productive as at this point to hope that he did work and make sure that he stayed within his some type of behavior parameters to make it productive. Yeah. And so one day he falls asleep and then he wakes up like this. And I see him looking at a girl across the room and he's flicking his dick oh my God. through his pants. What? And I'm like, and I'm like, and then the girl, like I see it, but I'm thinking, nah, ain't no way he can do it. So I'm starting to teach. And then the girl comes up to me and he's like, hey, can you get Logan? He's like looking at me and playing with his dick. And I'm like, Logan. So I did see that. <laughs> so it, that's what he's doing. So then he comes up to me, and he's and they call me Coach P. He says, "Coach P, look down." I said, "Bro, I'm not looking down." <laughs> he says, "He said, he said, Coach P, look down." I said, "Bro, I'm not looking down." And then he looks down and he says, "This is what happened when I got to go to the bathroom. Can I go to the bathroom?" <laughs> and so, and so, like he goes to the bathroom, yeah. comes back, and now it's about to go. It's time to go to lunch. Mm-hmm. And then he comes up to me, and I'm like, Logan, you good? He said, yeah, man, I'm good. He said, Coach P, who's your favorite superhero? I say, Batman. He said, who's yours? I said, who's yours? He said, Spider-Man. I said, why Spider-Man? He said, because Spider-Man ain't got no dick. <laughs> and I said, in the movie, and he said, in a movie, you ever seen Spider-Man go to the bathroom? <laughs> I said, dog, you're making a good point right now. He said, yeah, bro, I would just love if I could just walk around shit in my pants and not have to pee all day. <laughs> I said, what? Bro, this is all <laughs> in the same day. Bro. 15 year old, man. And so, like, yeah, bro, he was somebody he used to get like a stick and act like he was playing with a sword to cut cones and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, was, but he was, he was a kind, he was a sweet kid, but just so much trauma and, you know. I mean, it, yeah, but but at at the core, if if he put it like this, if he was in a structured environment, yeah, he would be like a um, dang, who's somebody I can compare him to that everybody know? Um, like Steve Jobs or some shit like that. Um, no, nah, I don't know about that one, but uh, definitely somebody who who y- y'all knew was like just crazy, but didn't like turn it around, like. It's it's hard to explain, but yeah. he like I could he was just a good kid, um, deep down. But he just couldn't overcome his his demons, really. Mm. You know his trauma. But yeah, bro, I got stories for funny stories for days about kids, bro. For days, little bitch. Yeah, bro. Like he was, and then then he used to sit on tables, and look at you. Fuck me, fuck me. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Logan, he's I was, yeah. and like he would hop on. I'd be, Logan, don't do it. He'd be like, Logan, don't do it. <laughs> fuck me, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> and like as a teacher, dog, like you I, can't I be laugh. laughing, bro, yeah, bro, you, I, bro. I be yeah, dying yeah. laughing at yeah. my students, bro. Yeah, like it's jump fun. But I, I would say I feel myself coming like easing out of education mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm 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 able to create my own space yeah, where I can yeah. interact with people. But because, like, yo, education's fucked up. Oh, That's the last thing I would say because I got to go. Education's fucked up. Yeah. You know, as far as what um, the American education system is really doing compared to what other people do around the world, yeah. outside of Asia, that shit is extreme as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 
Like, bro, in Finland, there's very little, you know, childhood depression, but they learn three languages before eighth grade. Yeah. And it's not, it's, 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 um, you know, it's rigorous, but it's balanced. Yeah. It's, it's balanced and it's not, and it's not something to where there's a common core and it's like, look, whatever your teacher teaches, like the, the country trusts the degree that their teachers have because mm-hmm. the, pro- the vet- vetting process of becoming a teacher is so, is so much more rigorous than it is here. Yeah. here. And mind you, you don't have to be like, you know, I just read an article and I'm, and I'm in this group. Um, I'm a specialist. Like I got a degree in mathematics, mm-hmm. not teaching math. And so I look at math completely different, but if you get an education degree in mathematics, like teaching math, you stop at like Calc 2. Yeah. I don't mean to modern analysis, number theory, and all this shit. Oh, you smart, smart. I'm, I just apply myself. That's fair. You know? Um, and so, and so, like, overseas, you'll see people who are teachers that are, like, legit engineers. Mm-hmm. And that you give a, a, a way broader uh, presentation of what education can do to a kid yeah. versus somebody who's just like, hey, learn this because I learned how to teach you this in college. Exactly. And you don't really know the ins and outs of it. You know? Because you only learned it up to a certain degree. Exactly. That's why, like, when you have, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson, such a good communicator and teacher, because he knows the ins and outs. Like, he didn't just learn so he can teach. Exactly. He learned, and now he teaches. Like, yeah. like bro, I had to sit down and... Uh, prop, one problem was three pages. Like, I, I did that. Yeah. And so I can tell you, like, the number one technically doesn't exist. And I can tell you why. Mm-hmm. No, no math education degree gonna tell you that bro yeah you know and not to slight them but it's just the difference between overseas and here like bro get special like stop getting specialists get get people who are like masters in that yeah yeah yeah. and you you only attract them like the reason why i'm i'm about to leave bro, they don't pay me enough yeah you know well, I'm that's not, the problem and fundamentally that's the problem right you know there. like bro you, oh and everybody's heard this and then and i'll shut up um we need more black men in education do you know what black men are, are asked to do for their families? Yeah. That's not going to happen off well, of teacher salary, bro. That's yeah. why I left FAU. <laughs> you know? I worked in education. Right. Yeah. And, it's, and it's like, bro, that's not. No, that's, you're being a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. First, you're requiring this from us. And then you're going to just, well, get a side hustle. Bitch, time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Time. Yeah. I was in that mentorship space and I'm like, bro, I love this. Like, I love working with black men and really telling them, yo, you're doing college wrong. Like that's right. how you should be doing. Right. But at the same time, it's like, bro, for this, I know I can get double this in two years. Right. Easily. Going to corporate. And Easily. It, yeah, Can't bro. do it. Gotta go. And now and now and now you see like what every day, what with those decisions, how they affect us. Mm-hmm. You know. But then that just starts the whole circle. I'ma stop. Yeah. But no, nah, I appreciate y'all, man. Yeah, no problem, of course, man. Thanks for having me. You know what I'm saying? Coming through. You know, I said like, I got family in Houston, so I'ma definitely link yeah, with you yeah. when I'm coming down. Listen, when y'all come in Houston, let me know a week ahead of time or two weeks ahead of time. I've been wanting to go. And make reservations. I've been wanting to go. If you go to Houston, make reservations. <laughs> if you try to pull up as somebody they don't know. You will be walking amongst the corona crowd. <laughs> I've got to make y'all heard that here first. Get yeah. you a section. Get you a tape. Reserve it. Yeah, email yeah. them. Text them. Take a screenshot. Because, <laughs> dog, you're not going to get in any Houston establishment if you don't. Bet. All right. Noted. So Phil usually hits a drop at the end of the pod, but we got to hear the classic Theo, Theo line. 
You know what line I'm talking about? What's, what's that? It's a remedy, bitch. It's it's a it's a remedy, remedy bitch. <laughs> 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 <laughs>